boys and girls all over the world tune and dial in to the show where the hosts put what they hate most on a wheel and give a spin because it's movie night and the time is right to kick back and let go if you're in the mix and you like good flicks then you came to the wrong show it's the weekly watch wheel it's the weekly watch wheel with matt jimmy and shamley suck me beautiful you're listening in to the weekly watch wheel where we'll watch a movie we stop doing that no one likes that it was your idea i I, i'm always the one who doesn't do it (laughs) you're really gonna leave in suck me beautiful yeah wow okay it's relevant i mean i know i just he doesn't say that Hey everybody, my name is Matt. You're tuning into the Weekly Watch Wheel, and I'm here with my good friend Shanley. Shanley, how you doing today? I am doing pretty well. Nice. Did you enjoy our movie watch last night? I did. I stayed awake. What? Mainly because I drank a whole thing of coffee right before. When you say a whole thing of coffee, how big is it? Oh, I mean, it was a glass. A glass of coffee? Like yes. a pint? Yes. <laughs> Very cool. It's not just us, though. We have Jimmy. Jimmy, how you doing today, man? I'm okay. Just okay? Just okay. You were responsible for our viewing last night. How do you feel about your choice? It was fun. Yeah? It was weird. It's definitely a different experience than the last time I watched it. When was the last time you watched it? I've watched the sequels more recently. For some reason, I think I've skipped over the first one. Okay. Um, I think because I watched this so much as a kid, I had a gap and you need to I fill your gap. only watched the other ones a couple times like the american wedding and american pie 2 um i've only seen those like once or twice each okay uh so i think i rewatched those but yeah american pie the first one it's probably been since like high school nice so yeah it was definitely a very different viewing experience for me okay well, I'm excited to hear about it. So, How are you, Matt? Oh, I'm doing okay, thanks. I don't know. I was just super exhausted. So I'm coming into this recording fresh after a nap, and that gives me the energy and the jive and the go-to to just nail this podcast broadcast recording. And I am excited to talk about this movie. So you spun, Jimmy. Wait, what did you spin? Wanna tap it? Oh, yep. that's right. That's right. And you picked American Pie. Yes, I did. Nice. Can you give us a quick summary of what the movie's about? Yes, this movie is about horny teenagers. Yeah. Um, there's a group of friends, and they are all virgins, and they're seniors in high school. And in a post-party outrage over... Uh, one of their classmates getting laid for the first time. Yeah. They agree that by prom night, they will all lose their virginity and they'll help keep each other accountable at working towards that goal. And uh, that's what the movie's about. That's awesome. All right. But in a real way, this movie's about becoming a man. Yeah. And more than just... Your sexuality. That's very true. That's very true. I don't think I understood that as a kid. I just knew that they show boobs in this movie. But also, in an in another, even more real way, this movie is about 
Um, and I, I don't want to be saying this, but it's just the truth. So it was about how terrible we were as a society in the, in the early 90s. 2000s. <laughs> yeah. Um, cause this movie is got some complicated, very real, but very complicated stuff in it. And it's a little bit challenging. Interesting. I feel the same way. I'm curious to see if we uh, land on those same places. Mm-hmm. Shanley, what was your experience like watching this last night? And um, remind me again, you've seen this before, but not really, like not something that was super yeah. present in your life. If someone asked me, have I seen this movie? I always answer no. Mm. And I guess like I've seen like a scene here and there. It wasn't until yeah. last night watching it. I realized I have seen this movie. All those little parts, I guess I have seen. I just never really sat down and watched it all at once or like realized it or, you know, just. I do feel like this movie kind of jumps around a lot. It's like, oh, yeah, that that was it. I watched it. So I was surprised by that. Is this one of those, uh, like, teen movies that you saw long after it came out? I think so. Gotcha. I feel like this came out when we were, like, 10 years old about. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, 1999. I think I saw this probably right after high school. Oh, really? After high school. I saw it late, yeah. Okay. That's so crazy. I know like this is something that like people reference and like always talk about and it's just like okay I knew kind of who Stifler was just like from the context of people making references and like yeah that's why it was surprising to me to watch the whole thing and realize oh I didn't realize I had seen this movie but I guess I had Huh I feel like this movie was very formative for a lot of boys for an entire in our generation. age group. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I have no way of knowing what this movie was like for people in their teenage years when this came out. Like high school students, I don't know if they saw this and related to it or if it was just like a silly movie and they kind of moved on. But I think for our age group where people were like, either if you saw this right when it came out or a couple years later you were in middle school. Yeah. And this is like when you're finding your own individuality, your friend group is becoming like the most important thing in your life. Yeah. And this like, tr- like time of figuring out what it means to be like an adult and a man and develop your own social group. And so like we saw this and that was like, oh, this is kind of, it's a funny movie, but it's also giving me sort of like a blueprint of what, I'm supposed to be like and doing over the next several years of my life. Hmm. What did you think as a girl seeing this after going through high school? Do you feel like this was at all like clarifying for why boys were the way they were <laughs> in high school? Um, I can't remember how my response was like the first time I watched it, I guess, hmm. but I know watching it now, I just really felt like, wow, this felt so high school and mm-hmm, like yeah i get now why like this was formative for so many people especially boys it felt very high school in the way that like this is the biggest deal in the world to them and yeah. they're all like really concerned and watching everyone else and self-conscious of themselves and like oh did you hear that so-and-so did this and like that's a huge deal and it's just like i felt flashback to oh my gosh i do not miss that kind of like anxiety. I feel like you really brought up a great point with that. And the part that stood out to me like earliest in the movie that really set up 
like how real this was for social interactions in high school was uh, at the party in the beginning of the movie. Sherman goes into the room with the girl that he's talking to. And Kevin, who just kind of hooked up with his girlfriend, looks at Jim and is like, if Sherman has sex before me, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. And I was like, that is such a weird and totally real yeah. high school oh, yeah. experience. Like, so concerned. Like, you just, you're, you have a girlfriend who you're really into, who you've been with for a while. You guys just had, like, a slightly less sexual experience, but still, like, a sexual experience that you're happy with. And, like, you're already upset because some other guy might be, like, checking a box before you. Yeah, especially because... get what I mean? <laughs> checking the box, because... Yeah. Vagina. Yeah. Especially because Sherman, aside from allegedly losing his virginity, has nothing in his life that Kevin wants. <laughs> it's just that thing. And I relate to that so much in my rivalries growing up and my jealousies. Yeah, and it's not even like it's a girl that he likes. That He's exactly. like, oh, he's going to have sex with that girl that I like. It's like, no, it's just he's going to be able to say he had sex before That's you. exactly right. And you're yeah. pissed off about that. That's that so line ridiculous. actually struck me, too, because like I was in a way expect him to say like if if he does that then i'm going to do something and just like i'm gonna be pissed (laughs) yeah okay but it's so true and that that level of antagonism that it's like (laughs) it it will make me furious (laughs) and it's hilarious that this is setting kevin up as one of the like guys that we are on their side in this movie yeah like it's crazy how much this movie I don't know if it's just because I'm already on their side because I grew up with this, but like I'm on all these guys' side and they don't they're not great people. I mean they're teenagers, they're they're dumb teenage boys, but like they're not great. And I'm just like already, okay, I'm on your team apparently. Like, huh. let's go. Yeah, I think my loyalty to these characters has lessened over the years, but I'm still on board with them. Like I, I'm And the way that I know that I'm really on board with them is this movie is filled with so many embarrassing moments. You know, that secondhand secondhand embarrassment. And I don't know if you can relate to this, but when major, like... Chip Hazard? No. Well, it's going to be hard to not make innuendos on this. I'm not meaning to. But when major blows happen to a plot... I have this experience rewatching movies. I'm like, I hope it doesn't happen this time. Like I have that (laughs) all of the time, but especially in this movie. And I feel it so deeply in this movie that, uh, the introspection I had while watching, it was like, I really, I'm really rooting for these guys. Like I really want Jim to, uh, you know, close the deal with Nadia. Like, like why do I, everything that he's done this far is awful, especially with against her. I'm sure we'll get there, but it's just, I felt so deeply that I I wanted things to work out for these guys. Mm -hmm. And like when they all have sex eventually, I'm like, yeah, way to go. Like you Mm -hmm. did it. Do you cheer for them, Shanley? I mean, do you, are you invested in them accomplishing their goal? Not really. I'm more like just sitting back and like enjoying watching them make fools of themselves. Knowing, like, oh, that's cute, but, you know, like, it's funny. I like seeing them, like, care so much about something that kind of, like, it's a big deal, but also, like, it's not that big a deal. Yeah. And, like, all the little things that go into, like, just their interactions with girls. Yeah. 
And then, like, just watching them make fun of each other and just, like, I like watching. It's fun to watch all of it, but I feel like I don't care if they're successful or not. Yeah. Huh. Well, so while we're there, can we talk about the concept of high school parties? I mean, we don't have to stay on the first party in the movie, but, like, starting from that point, because that's where we are, the movie opens up. With the gym scene, which I'm sure when we start talking about him more, we'll go back to that. Yeah. But then it pretty much just goes to this high school party where they're all kind of setting the foundation of like what they're what they're doing, that they're all unsuccessful at having sex. Real, real quick, I just want to ask. I have a point about how formative this movie was to my life in comparison with another movie that's like it. Is now a good time to talk about that before we get into this movie? Because I kind of want to bring it up. Or is, should that should I try to fit that in later? I think this movie, if it's taught us anything, it's that you shouldn't be in such a rush to fit it in. Ah, you okay. Know, you should, you'll, you'll, you'll find the right moment. It's not it's, a space launch. It's a podcast. It was just your time. Mm. Okay. Um, I don't actually care. I just thought that would be a fun <laughs> That was good. Connection. Well, I just, I'm going to say this now real quick because it's not a big point, but for me... I'm going to be so pissed if you say something that's in my notes. It's probably not going to. (laughs) This movie uh, was hugely influential because of the pop icon that it was, but as far as like forming the understanding that I had to what adolescence and what manhood and life was going to be like, it didn't have that effect on me. Another movie did, which was basically just the hood version of this movie. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if either of you guys have seen it, but The Wood. Have you ever seen that movie? No. It's Tay Diggs, Omar Epps, and it's about these guys who grow up in Inglewood, California, and it follows them from junior high school all the way up to when one of them is getting married. And it's effectively the same thing, except it's like um, it's a little more nostalgic because they're growing up in the 80s of I've like seen parts of that, I think, because of you. It's a really good movie, but I never realized until watching American Pie last night how much of a ripoff of this is. It, it's basically just kind of the lower class minority version of this of this movie. They even have a sex pact. Are you saying that that's movie. a ripoff of this movie? I think it is. Okay. But Black people was... have been stealing from <laughs> white people for too long. Yeah. Finally, we have somebody. Yeah. I'm glad to you're bring calling it up, yeah. out. But for me, that movie was extremely formative. And in fact, like I had an expectation like, oh, I need to lose my virginity by age 16 because that's when Mike loses his virginity in the wood. Mm. Any earlier than that would be like creepy and gross. And any later would be a failure of manhood. But yeah, I was just I was surprised by that yesterday watching it be like, oh, this movie is what the wood was to me for for many people. And um but I did grow up with this movie, and I and it was a pop icon. It just wasn't formative for me like it was for many of my generation, I think. Yeah. Plus, mm. you're a Christian. <laughs> I was. So the pact that we had after a party was, don't have sex, and we'll keep each other accountable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> About time. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> if Sherman doesn't have sex before I don't have sex, I'm going to be really cheesed off. Anyway, carry on. So I had another movie that I realized um, while we're on this. Uh, I realized this is a, not necessarily a ripoff, but 
I think that this movie is the boy version of a movie from the same year, 10 Things I Hate About You. Hmm. I feel like there's obviously not, they're not the same thing, and 10 Things I Hate About You is um, that the, the Taming of the Shrew. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's kind of the same idea. It's like boys trying to get with girls and like figuring out their persona that they represent themselves as versus who they really are. And like, I think that movie is skewed. It's a great movie and I love it, but it's definitely more, it was more appreciated by girls, I think, than boys at the okay. time. Yeah. Especially in comparison with American Pie. Huh. Um, but I think like it kind of focuses more on the two sisters and like their coming of age and they're finding their sexual identity. And I think there's like a lot of overlap. Uh, the party scenes are shot really similarly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just kind of like it's just dealing with all the same high school issues of. Uh-huh. trust and being genuine and being so concerned with how people see you and trying to like have sex and nice. it's very reminiscent. I was like, it's, I, I think it's interesting. Number one, that there's so much overlap in this time period Yeah, um, for movies that came out. But also I wonder if that was intentional to try to like, market them one way or the other. Like I, I gotcha. feel like is 10 things I hate about you trying to get teenage girls and be like, Hey, watch this funny movie about what you're going through. Hmm. And then American pie is like, let's get teenage boys to. It's yeah, is, I don't think of 10 things I hate about you as being like a chick flick at all. It's but not, I guess yeah. having female leads that like, I guess it just ends up skewing that way. But just well, it's it's not just that there's female leads, but also I think that they're it's a little, it's more romantic. It's yeah, yeah, it's it's about like love, and this True. movie is barely about that. Well, like, it's it's the about love sex, stories. and some some sexual encounters are love, but they're not even not. like like maybe Kev and Victoria, maybe. Uh, but I don't really feel like anyone, even them, is really like. What about Oz in love? and Malgren? Yeah, Malgren, I think, <laughs> is. I, I don't think that they Heather. love each other. Yeah. Uh, sorry, that's the different. Name, the full name but... is Heather Malgren. <laughs> you know how she calls him Oz at the end and he calls her Malgren. <laughs> and he doesn't feed her after midnight. Yes, he can't. It's dangerous. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I don't think that they're in love, but anyways, let's get back to that later. Yeah. Just the capstone for this release date. Uh, 10 things I hate about you came out in March, 1999. American pie came out on July 9th, 1999. And the wood came out July 16th, 1999. Wow. Oh. So I, I was wrong to saying that it was a ripoff. It's wow. Can't, another <laughs> person just falsely accusing the black community of stealing. I'm upset. I'm sorry. How well, dare you? May I say though, I, I prefer the wood to this. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. We will totally take that out of context. <laughs> you heard it here. Matt loves wood. He prefers the wood. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we should watch that movie at some point. Probably not for this, though. It's, it's good. Anyway. So the parties. wood is good. Mm-hmm. So parties. Uh, 
it's funny growing up i felt like movies like this misrepresented what parties would be like as i got older okay i think it's a common thing it's not exclusive to this but I partied a lot in high school. You're so cool. I'm so cool. Was I, cool? Yeah. You know when the yeah. girl in this says uh, to Stifler, wow, there's so many cool people at this party. <laughs> but she was I was one of those people. <laughs> um, but so it's hilarious because I, I watched this and I was like, man, this party's crazy. There's people everywhere. There's like a DJ. And that's like oh, in yeah, all these yeah. movies. And people, there's always a the shot. There's always yeah. a shot from behind a character walking through the entire party and saying hi to everyone oh, like a one and shot seeing yeah. crazy yeah. stuff happening and i was like dude like i can't wait till we go to crazy parties and i went to some parties that were actually kind of like this okay but it didn't feel like it because this got built up so much in my mind as like high school parties are basically like nightclubs huh. like it's just like a full wild raging thing tons of alcohol tons of drinks wall-to-wall packed full of people everyone's attractive and dressed nice and mingling loud music yeah and it it was just like oh like that's gonna be so cool and watching it now i'm like this is what high school parties were like and it's not very cool (laughs) like yes there's a lot of people there but like there's a guy yelling about how his farts smell really bad and he has the yeti and there's there's a guy pretending to make out with a picture of uh, milk <laughs> and like there's several other things like Jim walking up to uh, Nadia and the other girls and like awkwardly laughing at oh, their yeah, conversation yeah, yeah. to try to like join in and they just stare at him. That's brutal. And he walks away in embarrassment and then he's spending another significant part of the party talking to some other dude. About how smart he is and how well he did on his SATs by saying big words. (laughs) And it's like, dude, like, why did I think this party seemed so unattainably cool growing up? Because this is what high school parties were like. And it's a lot of just awkward, dorky, like weird, lame things happening. And people are just drunk and having fun. And that's cool. Like, have fun. But it's not that cool. And it's definitely not that, like out of reach for regular people to have this experience. I agree. And I, I think a, a, an aspect of the way it's portrayed in this movie that I really related to is when they're talking in multiple scenes about their strategy of how to like nail this party. And Jim's like, should I wear this to Stifler's party? And he's like, you've you've been wearing that for the last three days. And like, nobody knows. Nobody cares. Like nobody cares about that thing except the people that you ask this question to. And And I love that it's like, that's also a very real thing where it's like, well, this is my like, I look good in this. Yeah, that's right. And so it's like, (laughs) I have been over wearing it, but also I know what else I have. And like, this is my like, I look good shirt. That's right. And he looked terrible. Like, was this movie true to 90s fashion or were they intentionally like looking kind of dorky? Because I think it's both. I, th- I think it's true to 90s fashion, but what I actually really enjoy about this movie is that it's not about the nerdy kids and it's not about the cool kids. It's just this kind of hodgepodge group of guys that get along and they're in different phases. Like Oz is definitely the coolest, most popular of them. And then Jim is normal and awkward and Finch is like, what the hell is up with this guy? You it's know? so weird. Like 
as my whole life, I've always been confused by him because I think we're supposed to feel actually as a young man, a, a boy, even. Wow. I felt like Finch was like the mature, like, and that's Did what he's trying oh, to be like. Okay. Cause he, that's why he gets with the mom. He's like cultured. He wants to drink scotch. He knows about like fine art. He's taking Latin. Like, He's got all these, like, he plays golf on his break at school. Drinks some mochaccino. Like, it's all this stuff where it's like, oh, he's supposed to be, like, the, like, impressive cool guy who's, like, I'm above all this high school stuff. But, yeah, watching it now, I'm like, oh, he's so annoyingly lame. Like, yeah, yeah. Stop trying so hard. I've, like, I've the- always thought he is awful. Actually, this time around watching it, I felt less... Uh, antagonistic toward him than I did all of my life. Well, so I felt, I felt like I didn't like him, but I always felt like it was a fault in me. I was like, I'm not mature and I'm not sophisticated. So I can't like appreciate Finch that much. And he's fine. Like, I don't, I don't hate him or whatever, but I was just like, yeah, like that's just not, I'm, I'm a dumb party kid. I'm more in a stifler vein, um, in terms of my mature level maturity. Your mature level. My mature level is what we call it in the hood. That's real good. Um, <laughs> but now being a grown man with a wife and a baby, I'm like, yeah, no, like still, <laughs> still think Finch is kind of whack. So you're regardless of how much you think, you know, at 17, you're, you can't possibly be as cultured as you think you are. Paul Finch. Yeah. I, I think his story are supposed to be like, this guy's an idiot, but look, it, it works out for him. I think that that's what, kind of what they're going for. Maybe. And I, I didn't mention Kevin when I went through the group. I think Kevin is just kind of, he's, he's almost the straight man. He's, he's very normal. And having like this, this mixture of group of kids together, I, I really enjoy that. I, I also didn't understand as a kid that Stifler is not their friend. Like, he's not part of their group. He's yeah. just this well, jerk. He's Oz's friend. And yeah. I think he, yeah. like, you know what? Stifler was a trip for me. So it, this whole experience for me is just. Enlightening. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy seeing what, like, feelings I had growing up with this movie and how mm. they have or have not changed as an adult with a wife and a baby. Yeah. I always felt like. I liked Stifler the most. Yeah. He's hilarious. He's uh, obnoxious. He's loud. And I do think that I, around guys specifically, I think I've really modeled myself after him or did when I was younger. I think I was very loud and like. And you're, trying you're to unwilling funny. to drink beer unless it has. Yeah. I love semen, a semen in beer. <laughs> um, nice salty semen beer. Um, but I, I thought that he was like cool. Yeah. I knew he was a jerk, but I also thought he was cool. Um, but it is weird watching this movie as an adult. Oh, no one likes him. Like what you were just saying, like Oz is the person who's like closest with him and they're all like cool with him. I think, I guess, but it's mostly because he's the guy who throws the parties Yeah, and girls go to his parties and it's like. They're kind of using him for that more than anything. And it doesn't even really seem like Oz likes him. He likes Oz, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think he likes him, but well, I get it, what you're saying. I, it didn't occur to me to like way, way later and watching the second one, 
where they have to like write into the storyline why Stifler's there. Because in the second one, Kevin has another epiphany, and his his epiphany is like we need to go live at the lake together and like seal that we're gonna remain friends into adulthood. And then they say that they can't afford the lake house, so they have to invite Stifler, and that's how they kind of shoehorn him mm-hmm. in, even though no one likes him. But I enjoy that. I think about they this. like him. I think that it's just they know that it's a hassle. <laughs> He's an a hole. <laughs> I'm surprised at how much his humor still holds up for me. I and, still find him very funny. And I do think like. Uh, I don't think that they don't like him as much as you think that, Mm. but I was aware watching it this time. Like I think that Sean William Scott playing basically the same guy in every movie for five years where he did like 40 movies where he's the same person. (laughs) I think that I kind of have like allowed that all to like bleed into each other. Not because I've like mixed up anything that I thought was in this and wasn't, but because You've made it all that, one character. Yeah, and I yeah. and I feel like seeing other people in other movies interact with him has made me feel like, oh, people like him. Like, he's popular in things, and it's like, not really in this. Well, but, E.L. in Road Trip is like a more amicable version of Stifler. Yeah, I mean, he's probably what Stifler was like in college. <laughs> like, it's basically what happened. Toned it down a bit. Came a little um, bit nicer. It's really surprising to me to hear you guys say, like, oh, yeah, he wasn't really their friend. Because, like, I can... I guess I can see how he's not really part of the group because he's just not there. Yeah. But I feel like he also kind of is. And like, I feel like they all give each other shit. So it doesn't, it's surprising to me. Oh yeah, he's definitely not part of it. They give each other crap, but they're also, they're more supportive of one another. And they don't show that kind of sentiment towards Stifler at all. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I I don't know. It's not. He's very much that friend and he's there but he's he's like yeah like they're cool with them <laughs> but they're not cool with them you know what I mean? <laughs> surprising how much that comes up it, in this it show comes up quite a bit. there i want to make two comparisons that are both unnecessary so i'm not going to just go ahead but I'm, no i'm not going to but um <laughs> i've just been sitting here trying to decide which one is less likely to like offend anyone Okay. And uh you've re- they're equally offensive. <laughs> I just have decided yeah, I'm not going to not going to do it. Okay. Look at you. Maturing. Stifler doesn't have sex at all in the movie. That's interesting. I feel like that that also kind of leans into I mean, us, like he's not part of this. He takes a load to the mouth. Yeah, that's true. That's pretty good. <laughs> so Shanley, did you have any thoughts on high school parties? crazy um i i can't i guess i watch movies now about high school parties and always just think like who are these parents that like allow their home to just be used all willy-nilly and who is funding all this like flowing alcohol and just like well that's the easy part yeah actually I mean, you have a bunch of kids there. You just have to have a couple people who are like, yeah, I'm down to throw 20 bucks on a keg. I guess. Well, also, Stifler's mom is the, uh, like, the irresponsible parent. Usually in these high school movies, you have the host of the party freaking out that the party's gotten this big, and they're running back and forth being like, don't break that, or you're not allowed in this room. This, This movie doesn't have that because Stifler's mom is irresponsible. And I definitely grew up with a lot of friends with, uh, 
that parent, which I won't go into too much in detail right now. Is the room that they are hooking up in in the beginning of the movie, uh, the room with the semen beer, is that Stifler's mom's room? Because there's a fireplace in there. Huh. So either that house is like incredibly nice, that like even her son's bedroom has a fireplace in it, or... Stifler just brought a girl into his mom's room to bang. Very interesting. I think it might be the second one. You think it's that it's his mom's room? I think it might be. Yeah. That's weird. It is. I feel like if I had a room, I would go to my room to bang. I wouldn't go to my mom's room. Maybe that's part of it for him. Maybe he has like weird Edipole issues with his issues. mom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he kicked someone. He kicked one of his semi friends out of a room. Out of his mom's room so he could bang in there. Hmm. That's pretty crazy. That is crazy. I, I think that that is part of at least the uh, the movie cliche of high school party culture is picking the room that you're going to bring the girl to. Like I, it's, I can think about it in Never Been Kissed and Can't Hardly Wait. I think in 10 Things I Hate About You. And then in, it happens multiple times in this movie. I'm surprised there wasn't like a opening the door to something going on and then be like, sorry, and then closing the door and going to a different one. Oh, totally. I don't think that's in like happens, every movie yeah. in this era. Hey, hey, that would have been the case if Stifler was a nice guy at all. He opened the door to yeah. see them in there. I mean, also, but also, though, I get it. Like, if a party is happening in my house and I'm going to hook up with a girl, I'm kicking people out of the first room I go to. I don't care. And yeah. I mean, oh, ooh, oh, let's go find a different room. Like, get the I'm going to use my mom's my room, room, you know, out of respect. Yeah, if anyone's going to have sex in my mom's bed, it's going to be me. <laughs> I feel like Stifler also seems like the kind of person that even if there were other rooms available, just to inconvenience with his friends. Yeah, and also yeah. to like rub in their face, like, I'm about to get like lucky or whatever. Like, yeah. I could see him just as a power move. You know mm. what? That's a great point because her whole concern when being in the room with him is like, if we hook up, you're going to just turn me into a story that you tell your friends. And he clearly is. Yeah, he yeah. looks away and he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he can't remember her name. He has like, Beth. <laughs> like it takes him a minute. Or Sarah. That's Sarah. <laughs> and he knows it because he opens the door and is immediately like, all right, check out time. Like get out. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. He's just like, I want to make sure that people already know. Oh, Stifler just came and kicked us out of the room so he could bang that girl. Yeah. <laughs> He would do that. That's hilarious. This movie is very fun. So, that, and then, is there just like two other parties basically throughout this movie? There's I, I can only the one. prom and then the post prom party. Sure. If you think of prom as a party, prom? but yeah, okay. there's a school dance and then there's the after party. Well, I mean, I need to talk about the prom yeah. before we get into individual <laughs> characters. I yeah. feel like those are the only three like okay. situations that I really care about talking about okay. before we get into just specific social interactions. Yeah. Okay. Um, let, let me think of if there's anything at that first party that... Oh, uh, I'll probably end up cutting this because I'm just shoehorning it in. But I do like that when the ba- band geeks show up at Stifler's party. Yes. <laughs> like, we're here for the party? What party? Somebody <laughs> pops in and goes, yeah, party. <laughs> what does he say after And he goes, 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 weird. <laughs> and, and the guy hands him a beer. Yeah. <laughs> and he sips it. Yeah. And then he says, maybe try the house down the street. And when they look that direction, he shuts the door on them. 
I and, love that, but it's so mean. It is mean. Like, it's it's hilarious, but it's the cruelest thing. I feel like that combined with the way he greets Sherman are like two of my favorite Stifler things right off Go the ahead. bat. Give it's us that. When he's walking through the whole party, like saying hi to people. And he goes, Sherman. And Sherman's like in hey. a conversation. And he like turns and he's all excited. He's like, yeah. And he's like, what the f*** are you doing here? <laughs> and I like it because he doesn't have to even like kick him out of the party to he be just, a dick. Just cut him but down, he just yeah. yelled in front of the room, what the f*** are you doing here? Like to humiliate him and then walk away from that conversation where they obviously have to address it. <laughs> so great. It's really mean. Uh. I, that even might be on his way to open the door for the band yeah, geeks. <laughs> okay, so th- I guess that's it about that party then. I mean, Stifler drinks semen, but we've already alluded to that. Yeah, and I'm sure we'll keep going back to that. But next up, we have the prom. And what do you guys think about this prom? I'm so upset we never got a band. Yeah, yeah, I feel that way too. But I, I always think it's lame in movies when the prom takes place in the high school gymnasium yes but also what it's fun because then they get to decorate it all ridiculous yeah but i mean so i I don't think it's the same everywhere but i think it was more common around when we grew up that the high school would rent out a venue and right in so in comparison somewhere nice like the aviation museum Here, one uh, one time I was over at Seattle Center, and a high school had rented out the Mopop Museum for their prom. That's cool. I went to a prom in Reno. And <laughs> Sounds classy. It was, it was classy. <laughs> it was and at it was Circus at Circus. The, <laughs> uh, it was at the like automotive museum. Okay. They had like a hot rod museum. I don't think our school could handle having... Uh, a formal dance at like a museum because someone would definitely break open those exhibits and pee on something or well, where I mean, we did the did... aviation museum was there one at the aviation museum you went the year after oh wait, wait, that... no i didn't i i didn't go to an aviation museum one maybe i, I missed either. one. Oh my i did <laughs> you're right i did i forgot i did that because yeah. i one of our homecomings was at Bay Meadows Racetrack. Yes, and that was freshman year. The winter form. No, it wasn't freshman. It was year. freshman. Was year. it? Yep. Yeah. Did we go to homecoming freshman year? Yep. Crazy. Uh, and then we had one at a hotel lobby. I think that was like a winter formal. And then we had one at Sabor, then Super Ghetto Nightclub. Looks like shootings are happening there all the time. Um, we had one at the Stonestown Galleria, I think. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was junior. That was when I brought the Vegeta. Oh, good on you. Yeah, so we never had any at our school. So movies like this or 10 Things I Hate About You or Spider-Man Homecoming, when the formal dance is at just a a school gym that's covered in tissue paper, I always feel like that's kind of lame. Hey, this is the second high school gymnasium prom for this podcast? Uh, that Allison Hannigan has been in that I'm aware of. Oh, okay. And how about your mother? She has the when band she goes play to prom. Song. Oh, the okay. 88. I was thinking it's the second formal dance for this podcast. Um, Vampire Academy. Yeah, this is one of the rare high school dances that doesn't have anyone punched out in it. But didn't. this is also the second movie where we see someone drink bodily fluids. That's true. Yeah, this movie. At a dance. 
Is a Vampire Academy Party. just a ripoff of American Pie? It's a reimagining. Oh. Mm. So I'm jealous of this prom just because that band is ridiculous. <laughs> they're dressed <laughs> like they're vaguely like Middle Eastern. Yeah. Uh, I think it's like an Arabian Nights themed prom. Yeah. <laughs> but they're singing a song that's a real song, apparently. I looked it up too. Yeah. Um, it's about like cacti and sand dunes. An oasis, and yeah, I think it's, it's called so like Moonlit weird. Oasis or something. Midnight at the Oasis. It's such a weird song. <laughs> yeah, that guy. He kind of looks like like a skinny Mike Myers in a huge turban. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. I I would love to have a live band at a at a dance. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, it'd be super fun. I feel like. And you can listen to music at the party after the dance. Well, and the band's always going to need an interlude, yeah. in which case you have the DJ spin something. But it'd be really cool to have a live band. And it'd be so much more memorable. Just yeah. like, oh my God, remember that band that was actually With like... With the big really turban, it was actually ridiculous. Mike Myers. <laughs> I, and also, my question is, like, their set, how much of it was, like, desert-themed? Like, how long could they go through that? So there's this song that I'd never heard of, and then Walk Like an Egyptian, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Uh-huh. Maybe just those two, kind of like George from The Wedding Singer. Yep. Just cycle through them. <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. Oh, uh, been through the desert on a horse with no name. Yeah, that, for sure. That <laughs> sets the party going. Yes, it does. In this prom scene, it just further solidifies the stuff that we were saying about Jessica, Natasha Leone's character. She's just the best. She's the best character. Maybe not the best character in this movie, but I love her in this. The fact that she spends $50 on a flask for Finch because she feels bad. No, the fact it, that she spends $150 on earrings. And then it's like, hey, I guess I'll go throw $50 well, sure. But I think the cool part about it is that she knew he wasn't getting what he paid for. Yeah. And that that mattered to her a little bit. It's pretty nice. I was kind of sad that she and Finch don't hook up. I'm glad I they don't. was actually glad that that cliche didn't follow through. Cause mm. I liked her just being like, Oh no, she's cool. And she doesn't have to get paired off yeah. to have like a mm. happy ending. Or I like that. She's a, um, non-sexual, but highly sexual for being like the compass for everyone else's sexuality. Hmm. The compass. Everybody else's company mm -hmm. in that community. Yep. The seemingly <laughs> sexual. She kind character. of is the like anti stifler. Like she kind of is everyone's friend, but also like isn't really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's kind of the anti stifler. I like that. Like she really is a good friend to all of them, but I don't like Well, I don't know. I kind of think she's not a great friend to Tara Reed because she's giving Kevin the advice that if he wants to get her to get Tara Reed to have sex with him, that he should either lie to her about loving her, he loves her yeah. or give her an <laughs> orgasm. And I feel like the fact that she's like not saying like if you're like, she doesn't even seem to like be saying it's a bad thing to do. She does say that she got yeah. duped, but like, she's like, Oh, if you tell her that that'll work. And it's mm. like, that's kind of a fucked up thing to do. Mm. Uh, yeah. That's very true. Yeah. I, I think it must be because she thinks Vicky takes sex too seriously. 
Or she like clearly she over- does. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So then Stifler's party, and then we can just start talking about characters and relationships and stuff. Cool. I like that. Stifler's party is dope at the end of the movie. It is. That cabin is so I mean, nice. Yeah. Number one, having like a, I presume, a party bus. To take everyone yeah. to your like cabin in the woods that's like secluded and has a dock on a lake and yep. just a million like, rooms. Yeah. Inflatable and, like, dinosaurs. Lights everywhere. Inflatable dinosaurs. Dinosaur skeleton models. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the little plastic dinosaurs with the spiky teeth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Some oh, at yeah. party warehouse and stuff. Little uh, finger dinosaurs that have <laughs> little wiggly hands. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe like a clampy one that bites things. Oh, yeah. I love those. <laughs> or one of those books where every time you turn the page, it's a different oh, yeah. part of the dinosaur's anatomy. Uh-huh. Or like a dinosaur pop-up book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or that specific dinosaur pop-up book where it's got the big eyes. You know the one I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or one of the ones where there's little tabs that you do and they move. Yeah. And like you move them with like little sticks sticking out of the page. Or or plastic eggs that are full of silly putty. And inside of that silly putty is a plastic dinosaur. Yes. <laughs> so many possibilities at this party. <laughs> Lots of museum gift shop dinosaur things. <laughs> Anyways, what else happened in the movie? That's it. That's all there was. <laughs> is it weird to you guys that Stifler's mom is at the house? Like, sort of, except for that she's just in that quiet room by herself drinking. But, like, she knew my son's going to have a party at our cabin. And instead of staying home and having the home to herself, she specifically went to the party cabin. And she's not hmm. supervising. Yeah. She's in a room that says keep out or whatever. And she bought them all kegs. Maybe. Hmm. There are kegs, but I don't, we don't know that she bought them. I've seen her credit card statement. Okay. I mean, it kind of makes sense. Like, she is kind of the irresponsible parent, so, like, why would she be supervising? But I feel like it kind of makes sense to have some adult on premises for, like, if something really bad happened. Like, mm. someone possibly sober. Which She's drinking. Her, She's already but drinking. <laughs> in whatever. In she probably room. can handle her alcohol while she drives. I don't know about that. I don't know. Maybe. That it is kind of weird, but I, I also feel like I've been to those parties. My point is, is that I don't think it's weird that there was a parent at the house where the party was happening. I think it's weird that they went really out of their way to not go to his regular house and that she followed them to the party. Yeah. Um, just because she's clearly not in like a involved supervising kind of space. Okay, like, maybe that's where she lives. Maybe Stifler lives at the house mostly by himself and his brother, and mostly she lives at the cottage because she wanted in the divorce. That's possible. Maybe. I didn't buy that all these guys lose their virginity, except for maybe Oz, and then they just don't see each other until the next day. Hmm. I feel like at least a couple of them would have been like, all right, we're going to go continue partying and like Afterwards. also go check in with my friends and say what happened. Gotcha. That was uh, one of the few moments in this movie that felt super not real to me. They all just like went to the party, went to a bedroom, had sex, went to sleep. 
Yeah, that's movie sex. You know, movie sex takes all night long. Mm, that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, so not quick. A little bit. <laughs> did you say that you think Oz maybe didn't have sex? Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. I He did, I think, but he just doesn't tell them. Maybe. Reason. What were your thoughts on that, Shanley? That was my perception, was that he did and he didn't tell them. Yeah, I mean, that's possible. He's I'm, a douche. That makes sense. Because he like lays her down, the, they take their clothes off, she reaches for his groin. I've watched enough Are You the One and Temptation <laughs> Island to know that people can get naked in a bed and not have sex. Oh, it's <laughs> interesting. I also kind of thought like, well, he's also a high school boy. So if he did and didn't like, why wouldn't he tell his friends? Like, I kind of can believe that nothing happened. Well, that's, I mean, that's the point with his character, though, is that he was he was like a sleaze when he didn't have anything to show for it. And then when he falls for Milgren and then he's like, oh, that stuff doesn't really matter. I'm just I'm just happy to be with Milgren. But that's not true. I don't believe him. I don't know if it's just that he's a bad actor or if he's a good actor and this character doesn't actually feel that way. Mm. But so Oz has like an epiphany before they go to the prom. And he tells her at Stifler's party, like, I had this pact with my friends that we were all supposed to have sex tonight. And Coach was talking about... That, like, you know, you need to take the opportunity to score or whatever. Yeah. And she's like, this is not what you're supposed to be telling me right now. And he's like, what I'm saying is, like, I feel like I already won. And it's a stupid line and it's annoying and I hate him. But she's hesitant already. They've had a rocky relationship so far. And then he tells her, oh, I'm supposed to have sex with you tonight. And maybe it's just because of the person that I married. But I can't think of a way for me to be less likely to have sex than to tell my wife that, oh, me and my friends agreed that we're supposed to have sex tonight. So I'm just like, okay, so unless she's an idiot, there's no way they still had sex. Hmm. Like, I feel like on principle, she would just be like, okay, I'll still have fun with you and like we can make out and fool around a little bit. But like, I'm not having sex with you because then I feel like I'm just being a pawn in this thing you've already set out to do. Uh-huh. And especially because she's already skeptical of him and they're working through it, but she's already like, eh, you've kind of not been great so far. Gotcha. I don't know. I don't, I feel like it's reasonable that like he said that and he's like, look, I'll prove to you that I care by not having sex with you hmm. and we'll just hang out and have fun and not have sex. But I also feel like now that I'm watching this as I'm older, she's totally, I think, using him for sex too. Because her character isn't really won over by him being so sensitive. Like he shows up the first day and her friends are talking shit. And she's like, you guys, like, we don't even know him. Mm-hmm. And is like immediately like, hey, I wanted to ask you to prom. Like right after they meet. It's like, I kind of feel like the whole time she's like, I'm this dorky, goody, goody choir girl, Pris. And this hot jock dude is into me. He's not a jock, he's a jerk. But <laughs> that's true. But she's like, he's into me. <laughs> I hate that line. And I think she's just like DTF from the beginning. I think this I think is one of those moments where one of us is reading something into the plot of the movie that's not there. You? You. I don't think that that's the case. So what the way I perceived it is 
Yeah, she's not Miss Popular goes to parties or whatever. Like she says, she doesn't really go to parties and get drunk or whatever and hang out with the popular crowd. But I don't think she's like that much of like a goody two shoes who's just taking advantage of him showing her attention. Like I feel like I feel like she's kind of won over by his honesty. Like I feel like at at the beginning she meets him, kinda can tell that he's trying to put on this like sensitive or whatever front. And I feel like when he comes clean to her and says, Hey, this is what like me and my friends were planning and then like I realize that that doesn't really matter. I think that kinda wins her over mm-hmm. of like her her or him being honest and tra- like transparent with her. Right. Well, you don't think it's suspicious that she is so desperate to keep giving this weirdo chances. Like, literally from the beginning of her knowing him, she's, like, going out of her way to continue interactions with him before she knows him as a person. And she's just like, yeah, like, let's go to prom together. I want to ask you to prom. I want. She's, like, diving at this opportunity to, like grab someone who's like above her social status. I feel like, I mean, that's what it is in high school. Like he's like, he's a popular guy. He goes to parties all the time and he goes, none of these choir chicks know me implying that they all exist in like a separate social group. And between the two, the guy who's in multiple sports teams and is really good and is like going to parties all the time. Versus the choir girls, which one's the like higher social status? I don't think it was. I don't know. I don't see her necessarily using him to social climb. Like I don't think that. I don't really think it's that. I think she just is like, I'm gonna get that jock booty. Maybe. <laughs> so I definitely feel like I've seen a lot of examples in real life of high school girls illogically giving guys that don't deserve. Or, like, it doesn't make sense why. This is sound like this is getting personal. <laughs> <laughs> Random guys, like, all these different chances. So, this, to me, screams like, oh, yeah, you're kind of just a dumb high school girl. Yep, agreed. Mm. Which is what I'm saying. So, either she's the girl who Matt thinks that she is, in which case, I don't think that she had sex with Oz. Because I think she respects herself too much. And isn't like gonna be used. She's like interested in the relationship. She's not interested in being used to accomplish his goal. I don't think they do it. Or number two, she wanted to do it the whole time, which is why she kept giving him more chances, she even though she'd get it. crazy. Also, she's a little nuts. She's kind of a Who psycho. Has little nuts. Oz. Oh, okay. But she's kind of crazy, and I don't know. I think she just was like. She set her sights on that lacrosse boy and was like, I'm going to throw a ball in his his nets. (laughs) I think um, the way that I understood the prom night went is he confesses that to her. And so they more or less decidedly not have sex. But then as the night goes on, they end it ends up progressing into sex. I also don't think they had sex because when they're sitting on the dock together. Mm hmm. He, he takes, like, the strap off of her shoulder and then, like, kisses her in the collarbone. Mm. And then she unbuttons his shirt and then kisses him on the collarbone. 
She reaches down to his groin at that part. What maybe? But those collarbone kisses were super weird, and I saw those and was like, this "These people going aren't going to have sex. <laughs> this is a non-sexual experience." Mm. I think that they made out a little bit and then spooned on the dock. N- naked spoon. Mm, partial naked spoon. Nice. It's best. Kind also. Of spoon. What a terrible idea to sleep out there. There's mosquitoes Awful. and stuff. Colds. And Cold I was thinking mosquitoes. That, this is a high school party after prom. Somebody's walking in on you. It's not even like a pool house. It's like a partially enclosed gazebo. It's like a veranda. Yeah, I was wondering. I don't buy that. There's no way that they're having this party at this pool house and no one's jumping into the lake. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. And, and drowning because they're always. Yeah. <laughs> I am the Yeti. <laughs> that guy died. Yeah. <laughs> so we've turned from the party into just talking about one of the couples here. Okay. Should we just keep talking about this couple since we kind of focused on the end of their story? Is it like, I have more to say about them, but. Yeah, let's just keep just talking little, about them a little bit. and then we'll I hate them. them. Really? They're my okay. least favorite duo in the whole movie, in the whole franchise. Hmm. I don't like them. I don't like Oz. Uh, he's a dork. Yeah. Like, I can't talk about Oz without talking about my obsession with nicknames. Okay. That's I've always here. wanted a nickname. I've always wanted to have something cool that people called me. Yeah. And I thought when I watched this, I was like, Nova, that's cool. And then he says, like, Casanova. And it's so awful. It's awful, yeah. And it's like, it's crazy that he thinks that that would be impressive to somebody. Why would he tell That his, like, that, yeah. male friends call him that. And I kind of get the sense when he says that it's like, that he came up with this. <laughs> it must be. Well, that's what I was going to get at, because <laughs> no one would be like, I'm going to start calling my guy friend this. Unless it's someone who's, like, so terrible with girls Jim. that you're making fun of them. <laughs> For being like, oh, like it's a sarcastic nickname because guys don't. That is really funny. Guys don't give a nickname <laughs> to their friends. A complimentary that's making nickname. them yeah. cooler. Yeah, that's true. Um, unless it's like super earned. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you're obsessed with nicknames. I've always wanted one, and so watching this, I was like, dude, Oz is already a cool Oz name, cool, yeah. and then Nova sounds cool until he ruins it with a stupid line. I don't think Nova is um, very cool. I mean, it sounds kind of cool. He's supernova girl. <laughs> boom, what, boom, boom. Dude, his he goes by Oz, and his full last name is Oz Striker. Like, that's cool, too. It is cool. Damn. Yeah. Um, Good man. He sucks. He does. But I, I found watching it as an adult that I, I actually am kind of down for their story arc. I His was among my least favorite when I would watch this when this was current. Yeah. Uh, but I, I kind of like it now. I, I'm into it. I, I like the scene where she shows up at his work and he makes her a sandwich. And it just it, it's cliche and it's very contrived. But they're like both talking about how, hey, I'm like a sports star, but I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with that. Hey, I've got great grades, but I don't know what the hell I'm going to do about that. It just I, I feel like they're both slugging through the fact that they've met each other on kind of crappy terms, but they're they're in interested in kind of working through it because they're interested in one another. Shanley, do you like these two as individuals or as a couple? Um, Kind of no and no. Good. Okay. That's correct. Yeah. 
I don't like Oz. I remember once I was watching this movie when I was younger. My dad walked in the room in the part where he goes like, deeply touching my emotion. And my dad's like, that's not really him singing. I'm like, oh, it most certainly is. That's why it's terrible. <laughs> they would have done better to like have voice doubles for the both of them. Do you think that you hate Oz? Don't say because it. you are him. No, I'm not. He joins a glee club, not a choir. He joins so. a choir. It's, they specifically it's, call it choir. It's a choir, but it's not choir. So it's why did club. he join choir so late in the school year? I think they say jazz club. No, they say choir. Anyway, it's, also, it's not a club. No, it's not because this is a choir thing. Mm, that's not the same. It's not choir. the same thing. It's I'm not. in a different choir, and it's more better and cool. <laughs> It's different because this choir is like an extracurricular activity. It's not a class. You're not getting credits for it. That's lamer. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. And they're bad. Tell us about your good. cool choir. <laughs> we went to China. That's oh. cool. So I feel like choir also. Like, so you're saying your choir was more like band. It was a lot like movie. band. Yeah. yeah I okay. found it definitely. So cool. I definitely felt like I grew up around the band camp. Like the band geeks that are in this movie. What were you saying, Shanley? Sorry. Basically that. Just that I feel like that group, I feel like choir had a lot of overlap with band. And so I was going to ask what your experience with band camp was like. It's so what, what, sorry, let me just highlight the difference. Out of all the music department, including like musical theater, Choir is the coolest one because it's the one where <laughs> you're in. No, it's the one where a high school kid can show off their skills and actually be impressive to uh, somebody of the opposite sex. So, like, I could sing. Not true. I could sing. Not and true. Somebody, at all. And then a girl would be like, oh, I'm into that. Versus, like, hey, I could play the trumpet and start trumpeting at a woman. That's not going to work. No, Matt, you're wrong. Um, and you're wrong because. You performed at various high school things, but it was always coolest when you played your guitar. Am I right, Shanley? Was it cooler when Matt had a guitar? Imagine Matt and Kyle with guitar and ukulele singing and playing music. That's cooler than him just singing, right? Agreed. Yeah. But there's no guitar so, in band. Uh, there was. Because, uh, what's his name? Mario played guitar in band. And so did some other dude. Oh, they were like in like a jazz band. So I'm noticing a theme here that when something is jazz, it doesn't count to you. It doesn't jazz count. Jazz choir no. doesn't count. And <laughs> jazz band doesn't count. Jazz band is definitely so cooler you, than some fun. Have you band. always hated black people? Is that what's happening here? <laughs> this is new. <laughs> no. Uh, jazz anything is always going to be cooler than the other actually maybe with the exception of jazz dance that's a weird thing <laughs> but, yeah that's correct but jazz band is way cooler and than jazz like hands <laughs> normal hands are cooler <laughs> um so utah jazz cooler than regular not, utah. i'm not trying to just pick on you here but i did Throughout write the movie, down every time every time especially oz would do something embarrassing you go matt that's you yeah it is it is but i wasn't gonna reiterate that i was just gonna say um i did write down at the end of the movie when oz leaves his weird lacrosse game to go to his weird jazz choir performance i wrote down there's like a theater full of people watching this high school jazz choir sing Mm -hmm. and they're acapella and it's super weird 
And I was like, who the f goes to a high school choir performance? Parents. That's like it. what? Well, but you guys traveled all over the place. Yeah, you who, traveled to Canada and China, to China and maybe Disneyland and like other places to go perform. Who goes to that? It's just the parents that are there. They just go, oh, we're going to go to Canada to watch our kid sing now? Yeah, that's that all it is. Yeah, it is. Why do they do that? I don't know. Like, I, a lot of things that you end up playing at that are, like, events, people are going to the events, and then it's like, and this is the what a what a what a what a choir. And then everyone's like, oh, sure. You know, and, and they'll clap and stuff like that. Or there'll be competitions. But usually the people in the crowd are just the parents, honestly. Yeah, that that fits. Yeah. Um, but it was, it did, was funny when they're when when Jim and Kevin go. I did, I was gonna say I did love that. It is crazy. So were they at the lacrosse they game? And then when yeah. Oz left, they were like, "Oh, let's go check out the choir thing." How did they know that that's where he went? This is before I cell mean, phones. He might have told them like he was gonna go to that after. I feel like there's a he shot. He knew he knew that he was gonna go watch the end of the choir performance. Yeah. After the game. So maybe they were like, oh, we'll go check that out with him after. And then when he mm. left, they were like, why are we going to watch the rest of the lacrosse game? And let's yeah. just bail. <laughs> yeah. But I felt like I really related to that just because I went to several of your performances at school, especially when there was like open mic kind of things happening. Mm. And I feel like I was often overly enthusiastic. <laughs> what did they say? Just to, to kind of get, they say, uh, you fucking rule. <laughs> 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 Yeah, Oz. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, it's it's great because they're not saying anything super ridiculous, but it's just a it's super inappropriate, yeah, inappropriate for the occasion. Full of enthusiasm. <laughs> I thought it was sweet. It was, I did yeah, like that, funny. but I don't think it was genuine. And that's the thing yeah. that I related to is like, I maybe thought you did a good job singing. <laughs> You've always been a talented musician. Thank you, but. It was always just fun to just be like, oh, now it's my turn to get attention on me. I'm going to yell and be crazy and make people laugh, hopefully. Which is good. It was very we real. Both get That's such a high it. school yeah. thing to go be yeah. like obnoxious at and your friend's choir performance. <laughs> and they're not good. They're a bad choir. Yeah, they <laughs> suck. It was terrible. And they're dressed like such assholes. <laughs> they actually have choreography, too. Did you just see yeah. that they're like dancing in the background? It's awful. I hate them. Yeah. Mm. And you were really excited to point out that there were black people mostly involved with this, mm -hmm. uh, and they had no speaking lines. No, the, the, the black teacher guy, says something. Maybe. No, the black guy is the one who tells uh, Oz's rival in the choir, "Like you suck, man." Oh, okay, well, I feel like that was off screen. Like, <laughs> was it? I it, it felt like it was. off screen for you because you were looking somewhere else. It was on screen. Maybe. Maybe. I was just hyper aware of the presence of black people in the movie because you freak brought you up. out. Yeah. You're <laughs> just like, ah. No, because Damn jazz <laughs> making all these black people show up. <laughs> well, when you were talking about this movie, you'd said that there's no black people in it. And I was and I try I was hard pressed to think of like, you know what? There's not. Because mm -hmm. like she's all that has Dule Hill and like and uh Varsity Blues has Wesley and I was like you know there's usually at least one and I couldn't think of anybody and there's no black characters in the movie but there were I think I counted three black people one was an extra at the first Stifler party mm -hmm. one was the choir conductor and one was another like choir. tenor in the choir yeah. yeah um yeah so anyways I think we got enough out of Oz and Heavenly yeah the mag 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 magma 
Milgren. Milgren. Uh, they sucked. So who do you guys want to talk about next? Shanley, anyone stand out to you? Um, I can't remember. Let's we should just, talk just about, do... Um, what's... Kevin and yes. Vicky. Kevin Great and Vicky. Great choice. That's my f- this is my favorite story arc. This is honestly. because you probably related to this. I do relate to Kevin, you know. Why? <laughs> because probably the first one involved in a serious relationship that also ended. So Kev and Vicky. They're I think maybe the most real, the most sane existing well, couple in the Sure, movie. but I mean like the mo- like I think everyone knows that couple. Yeah, yeah. A couple that was together for a long time. And seemed kind of like drama that no one else really cared about. I feel like to Kev, it's like a really big deal. He's like, we all need to do this. And like, we're all, we all have to get laid and we're going to, and it's like, dude, we're all single and we're trying to find girls and like, it's a big project for us. Uh You have a girlfriend, you guys will have sex at some point or you won't, who cares? Yeah. But to him, it's like, he wants to be one of the boys and he's trying to be like invested in Hmm. what they're all doing. Right, and also he's got his weird relationship hangups that are funny. Yeah, well, I also I guess they do. I'm saying it about him because the movie focuses more on the guys, but they're both dealing with it. What I find sympathetic about Kevin is just he just thinks these things about his friendship with his with his group of guys is like so important that it's like it's important for their friendship that they upkeep this pact. It's important for their life that they have sex before college. He just like feels these things so deeply. And it's odd because he doesn't feel so deeply about commitment with his girlfriend. And clearly he's like, he's really committed to it. And when he comes around and does tell her that he loves her, the, the script makes a point to reiterate, like that wasn't just to get her into bed. He really does feel that way. That aspect about his character, I find really sympathetic. He's just, just high drama kind of person. I feel like I really related to Kevin in his friendship dynamic Mm. because I've always been like that. Like I always wanted a brother growing up and I had a brother. (laughs) Um, I always wanted a brother growing up and I always wanted like friendships that were like, dude, we're going to go through like all of the like milestones of life together. And we're going to like, yeah, be in it and moving at the same speed. And we're going to like just experience everything together and be able to like meet up at the dog place. Yeah. And have a hot dog and drink a soda out of two cups and (laughs) talk about it. Right. And it's like, that was like, he's the most invested in that. Yeah. I think he's enabled to be the most invested in it because he has the least other work to do. (laughs) Um, and so I, I just, I felt really connected to that. And I was always the most jealous of his story, not because of anything to do with his girlfriend, but because the Kevin gets the book of the love Bible, yeah. from his brother. From his Casey Affleck. Uh, and I was fascinated by that. I love lore. I know. It's so I mystical, love urban right? legends. I love like that type of thing. Yeah, me too. It's and so, I was just like, damn, dude, all I wanted was to like find like a secret and I, then and, like, and I was pretty much on, you know? sure that something like that existed everywhere I went. Yeah, totally. Like one, one of these library stacks has a secret compartment in it. For sure. <laughs> you know, I was very disappointed in that aspect for the movie. 
I hoped at like, it didn't seem like he shared the knowledge or like the book with his friends. That's a that's a that's a Matt Abad move right there. That's a classic Matt Abad. Because he didn't tell anybody about it. He's not supposed to. It's a secret. But it's his best friends, Matt. I mean, and they're all trying to get laid. No, he's telling them how to do it. He doesn't tell them about the book though. Because remember, he tells Jim. And Jim says, does your tongue get sore? And he's yeah, like, no, you they, get a little dizzy. And but, that's when uh, Allison Hannigan <laughs> is like, I'm going to hook up with this guy. I'm going to throw this in now. It is excellent that you chose this for Wanna Tap It because the origin of that name comes from How I Met Your Mother yes. when Jason Siegel saying that about Allison Hannigan. That is very cool. That's incredible. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that is Isn't very that, cool. And boy, she's great in this. She sure is. She really is. We'll get there. Um. So, yeah, I, I'm glad you always wanted to have, like, a piece of some local lore yeah. like that also. Because it's been so devastating to me not getting to, like, be a part of my community in some way that's going to live on. Like, that's not a huge deal, but it's, like, something that, like, continues to exist and impacts people. Well, I, I like the, like, the, the kind of mysticism around it. The almost occultic, like, yeah. secrecy. Mm-hmm. I love that. It's very cool. It also it reminds me a lot of like fraternity stuff. Yeah, or secret I think that's societies. What this whole yeah. thing is is like just that's what they're they have like a fraternal bond between these friends, and then yeah, that taps into the like that it's not just them. It reminds me like his brother went through this, and yeah. like it's like a thing that like is eternal that guys need to figure out how to do all this stuff, and they pass on their like lessons and secrets to each other. What I really liked about that Bible, too, is, like, for a movie that's pretty raunchy, that's the one the one area where it's like, you know, this actually, this sex book is actually not about raunch. It's about, like, if you're genuinely just trying to do well sexually on behalf of your partner, then you qualify to be the chosen one for this. I'm so glad you said that. Because I'm about to drop a bombshell on you guys. Okay. So, I... Had to do a couple things. I was intentionally trying to be secretive about it, but I had to do further research on this. Okay. And on a couple pages that he looks at before the tongue tornado, there is okay. stuff written that I don't think anyone's ever really paid attention to. Oh, did to. you pause it? And, and like I paused enhanced? it and I, I, I enhanced. <laughs> and the first page that he skims past is amazing. Okay. It has two pictures on it. One is of a vibrator. Okay. And then one is a collection of like sex toys. Okay. And the writing on this is fantastic. Uh, in big letters at the top, it says, Know your enemy. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Yep. Strong uh. start. Then it says, There is no way you could ever hope to compete with this. So use it to your advantage. If used correctly, a woman may not know who is responsible for her pleasure. Never leave her alone with one. (laughs) So it's giving people pretty wise instructions here, Mm -hmm. but also in a very creepy and like (laughs) selfish way. Gotcha. Pleasure your woman with yourself and a toy, but never let her use it alone because then she'll know that it was mostly the toy and not <laughs> you. That's pretty pretty intense for a high school sex lesson. Hmm. 
But so yeah, I was like, all right, this this book is a little bit more conniving and selfish than I guess. Part. I guess it has to uh, like the nature of the book changes based upon who has it. it's it's like a green lantern ring yeah, i guess sure. and so nerd <laughs> <laughs> i know uh, I nerd. <laughs> did kevin's brother have it yeah here? totally okay that's why he knows about it i wonder what he added yeah well this is this sort of reminds me of the uh the ugis lore in pen 15 Mm-hmm. Remember that the that the boys pass down from generation to generation. Yeah. Every year they crown a Ugis. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that, Shanley? I do. <laughs> it's terrible. Really yeah, sad. the ugliest girl in school. And he goes, "It's this bathroom in this stall. It has the list of twenty years worth of Ugises." Incredible. I mean, I feel like there's so many things I can't think of more right now. But I think like a lot of stuff geared at our age group growing up featured things like this. Like there's like a secret. I mean, it's yeah. it's not exactly the same, but like the burn book in Mean Girls, right? Yeah, or um, this is totally different, but like Helga's Arnold Shrine. <laughs> I feel like there's always yeah. these like grand, like secret things. Or that the people trampoline in community. That's a great one. Yes, <laughs> you know, it reminds me of uh, Dead Man on Campus. Have you seen that movie? Nope. In Dead Man on Campus, they find out that there's a. Um, there's a secret rule in their college handbook that if somebody's roommate commits suicide, then they automatically get straight A's just to help them deal with their grief. Mm. And it's a kind of a similar thing where they have to break into the library and look through the original college handbook and like verify that it's in there. And it kind of has a similar vibe. Yeah. Or kind of like how in Airbud, when there's no rule that says a dog can't play. It's true. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad we connected all these dots. I, I'm glad that it's Vicky who ultimately decides that their relationship isn't going to work out. It feels I like, like it. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like, cause Kevin has kind of had her on the line for the entirety of the movie and it's kind of vindicating. Sort of. I think she already knew that. Like, I think that's what the whole thing's about. Like she says that, but I, I feel like it's actually well acted and well scripted the way that yeah. her, their whole story goes. Cause it makes all of her anxiety about progressing things like make sense that she's always worried. Like how, like what, what if I do this big thing and then it doesn't mean anything cause we split apart. And like, I like that it's kind of empowering that she's like, you know what? I am okay with that. Like I've accepted. It's pretty like, yeah. Pretty deep. Yeah. She's like, you have to accept that life isn't something you can control and you just have to make the best of what you're presented with. Yeah, I agree. What do you think, Shanley? Yeah. I feel like I liked them and I also didn't like them. I feel like they were very relatable. Like just seeing a couple where it's like they're complaining about things in their relationship and everyone else is just like, all right, like stop complaining. You have someone that you really care about and who really cares about you. Yeah. And like, it's kind of obvious. I feel like to everyone else that they they have a semi charmed kind of life. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I, I'm glad that she, um, she was the one to end the relationship. Right. But like, I mean, I don't think they broke up, but I think they're just accepting like 
that they they're acknowledging that they have a like expiration, expiration date. date. Yeah. When he's returning the favor. Yeah. And she orgasms as her dad is about to knock on the door. Yeah. Does it bother you guys that that's like such a cartoonishly unrealistic it is part very, of the movie? Yeah, but uh, it works for me. I think it's funny. It's, it is funny. I think it's 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 cartoonish, but it's also somewhat believable because the dad's just aloof. It's not because he's. It's not just because he's I don't stupid. Know, man. Maybe it's just because of the person that I am or the type of dads that I grew up around when I was trying to fool around with girls. Mm-hmm. But like, I can't imagine being alone in a room with a girl. And the dad not being like hyper aware of like yeah, she's in the room with her boyfriend with the and door closed. She's screaming, "I'm and coming!" And she's screaming, "I'm coming!" Before I knock on the door, like, and from that point, what is a dad to do? Hmm. Like, what do you do then, Matt? I I don't have a daughter, so fast forward twenty years, what do you do? I I, I won't permit that. You walk kind of away. Stuff. Let's I, say that you're in that moment exactly. How, you didn't have the opportunity to prevent it before then. Oh, I I would, I would leave. Noise the, is coming from the door. You leave it alone. And then I'd leave it alone later. and talk about it later. Good yeah. for you, man. Yeah, that's the right move. I feel like a lot of dads would burst in, and I feel like that is way not the right move. No, no. But I feel like a lot of dads would come through the door angry. <laughs> now I'm coming. Yeah. Through this door, <laughs> angry. <laughs> Beep bop, boop bop. Certain slam poetry. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's Kevin and Vicky. Is there is there anything else about them before we move on to another? One thing before we go to any new people, um, do you guys like that Oz didn't tell whether or not he did it? Yeah, I knew you would, Shanley. I respect it, but I also feel like I wish that he was just being real with his friends. I get that. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. Cause you're totally an Oz. I'm not Oz. You are in so many ways Oz. And I would it's never crazy play that you're in denial. You probably would. I would not. I bet you would. Uh-uh. You'd love it. You shut your mouth. Okay. Well, he's also on the football team. <laughs> I'm also on the football team, by the way. <laughs> I I did that. You did football and choir. I was on the football and team. And you didn't tell people about your sex life. <laughs> I think he did it because the beginning of the conversation with his friends was a really gross one. So it's not just about him not telling them what he'd done with Milligan, but rather because the context of the conversation was something he no longer like stood for. And he was just trying to be honorable and keep the uh, discretion that his partner would have appreciated. Whatever. You should have kept the honor of the. Uh, uh, get what about the, the law of the, the ocean? Thing that the friends agreed to. The pact was that they would bang before they were out of high school, yeah, and he and did he keep that. You should have told his friends if he did it or not. I mean, he pretty much did. He didn't. He didn't at all. He said, "Let's just bitch say move. we had a, f- a fun night." It's super lame that he did that, and I hate him even more for it. And I hate that you're pretending. Like you aren't that person. I'm That's, not. Oz. You are him. You're uh, you're so Oz. I'm it's Kevin. Crazy. You're Kevin. You're Oz. You're only you're Kevin Sherman. in the way that you closed the deal and then broke up with your high school girlfriend. <laughs> Thanks for that. 
<laughs> you want to be Kevin so bad. I feel like I would initiate like a pact amongst friends, whether it's this particular one or not, and then take it way too seriously. And everyone's like, Matt, just chill out. We're done with that. Yeah, but you would also be in choir. And choir, then be not a douche who doesn't tell your friends the thing that you guys have been obsessing over for months. Mm. I have to protect her honor and I can't tell my friends a thing that doesn't matter. It mattered to her. She wouldn't know. What are they going to go tell her? He would know. Whatever, dude. It's so <laughs> gross what you're doing right now. I'm sorry. I just feel that way. I know you do, Oz. It's like I tell you nothing. Okay, yeah. Oz. Thank you. Enough from Oz. Who do we talk about next? I vote Finch. Yeah, I guess so. So Finch is weird. What a weird move to show up to the party fashionably late, <laughs> but be so late that your friends are all like drunkenly passed out already at the party <laughs> and all the girls are gone. And then to still stay the night. I know. Yeah. Like, why? What did he do? His friends woke up and were like surprised he was there. He was just up all night drinking by himself out of a highball. It's so weird. It's a very weird thing to do. I, you were like clicking through the movie before we started recording. And uh, I didn't realize until you were doing that, that Finch alludes to that he's going to show up fashionably late before he does. When, when they're at the hot dog place and Jim is talking about, oh, like Nadia will be there. Will she like lay back Jim or whatever? Somebody says to Finch, do you, you have a plan for tonight? And he's like, oh, a foolproof plan. And he's talking about showing up fashionably late and then doesn't effectively misses the entire party. Yeah. That's hilarious. I also think that a mochaccino is not a sophisticated drink. It's It sounds like a a little kid trying to be like, yeah. oh, That's like what his my hot chocolate yeah. coffee. <laughs> my chocolate coffee. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Out of a thermos, too? Go I to do finish. think that it's messed up that Stifler did what he did, but it's genius. It's so smart, yeah. Because he's so unfamiliar with the school bathrooms that he didn't know it was not the men's room that Stifler <laughs> was ushering him into. That's really good. Yeah. Well, it's it's because Finch... I don't know if it was like even Finch's idea because Jessica's the one making up all the rumors. I think Finch didn't know that that was even a rumor going around. But I do love Stifler taking it so personally. Oh, I'm not going to do anything. I'm the guy whose ass he kicked. (laughs) The realness of him being so offended by that that he's like, I'm going to poison him with laxatives. The rumor is that he beat up Stifler so badly that Stifler was hospitalized and needed reconstructive surgery uh-huh. or something. Yeah. <laughs> and I think they're connecting dots to a separate rumor that he banged Stifler's an mom. An older woman. Or, yeah, an older woman. Okay. So, like, he banged Stifler's mom. That's the older woman. That's why Stifler tried to fight him. He beat the shit out of Stifler. He had to have surgery. When would that have happened? Like, <laughs> reconstructive <laughs> surgery, a big fight like that. Over like the that. summer? <laughs> That's hilarious. Do you think that that's a, a rumor that Jessica came up with, or it's just like the rumors about him was just snowballed out I of think control? Probably snowballed. What do you think, Shanley? I think snowballed. <laughs> but I mean, she does own up to starting several because she says she has a favorite. The so favorite that one that is she started a bunch. The favorite is that he slept with an older woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I think it's specifically that he had an affair with an older woman. An affair with an older woman, yeah. Do you think that that would really destroy his reputation? Having diarrhea at school? I think it was a little... Okay, yes, it's embarrassing to go to the bathroom in, like, high school. To go to the <laughs> girls' bathroom. And vomit. But and be going, oh, <laughs> while you're shitting. It's pretty rough. Yeah. I just... Stifler had to be outside the bathroom, like, corralling all these people in. Because there's a crowd by the time Finch comes out. Well, so I the girls went get... out and were, like, grossed out. But they didn't run out and leave. Stifler was just probably like, no, 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 wait here. Because they wouldn't have known it was him if they didn't see him come out. Mm. So Stifler had to not just direct him into the bathroom. He had to also, like, <laughs> gather a crowd of people. Well, they left grossed out. He's probably like, what happened? And they're like, oh, there's some guy taking a dump in there. Oh my god, there's some guy taking a dump in the girl's bathroom. <laughs> so like you yell that and people are like, wait, what's going on? <laughs> I um, guess part of me's like, gross. And then move on. Like, why For months he's been building rumors that he's got a huge schlong and that he's got a tattoo and I like, mean, I get what Stifler's motivation is in trying to do this. I just don't get the crowds. Like, hmm. What are we oh someone's using the bathroom and it's the wrong one? Yeah, I don't know. Cool. Yep, that's a good point. I don't know. High school. True. <laughs> True. Another thing that shouldn't be that big of a deal, but everyone's making a huge deal. It's like, okay. ew, Finch On poos. Gross. Nobody else does that. <laughs> Nobody poops I mean, he's you. loudly pooping. It's pretty gross. Yeah. We don't know if they could hear him from outside. He's making a lot of noise. I think that he... Could have closed with Jessica. Really? I think so. I think if you like put effort into it, he could have. I mean, she's sexual, clearly. But she tells him, let's be clear, you have no shot with me. That's just a thing girls say. Right? I mean... (laughs) No means yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure at some point in our life you told me that I had no shot. Well, yeah, and at the time you didn't. Okay, well, look at us now. <laughs> yeah, just, you know. You sign a contract that I'm the only one who gets a shot. <sighs> and that was a crazy road <laughs> getting to that point. Still, I think he could have did it. Um, so, Stifler's mom. Yeah. Is she still attractive to you? Yes, so we talked about this during the selection episode. I don't actually find her that attractive, but like her demeanor, her sizzliness, Mm -hmm. yes, that still definitely works. I feel like she's really aided by the like her presence in the whole movie, you know? Mm -hmm. The fact that she's got that like weirdly seductive Joan Calamezzo portrait on the wall. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. That the guys are into and they're like, milf, milf. Like they're chanting and she's just mysterious. She's not there, but she's like yeah. a presence. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like that really aids in like, and then she's in like the restricted private room. Yeah. I feel like the mystery about her is like what makes it like, ooh, intriguing more so than, and I'm glad she's not like someone who just looks like a, you know, twenty eight year old. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm glad she looks like a she, mom. She, yeah. She's just a lady who knows what she wants. 
and Finch satisfies her. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe all the mochaccinos worked. I think she's hilarious. She is? I think she's hilarious. And I love that she is, like, so invested in this that she's, like, saying, like, ooh, 18 years. Like, aged 18 years just the way I like it. Just the way I like it. I the scotch. (laughs) And I also like that when he says he's trying to seduce her, her response is, you're dead. And then she grabs him by the hand to take him to the pool table. <laughs> to the pool table. Yeah. Um, that's a terrifying and Sexy. exciting <laughs> answer. Uh, that was, that was pretty great. I was like, wow. I really like that when Stifler wanders in the next morning, she doesn't say anything. It's just Finch talking from off screen. Yeah. I think that that's really funny. She's like, not even bothered that <laughs> he's caught them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, she might be asleep. Maybe. Finch. Hey, Stifler. <laughs> I like that he calls her Stifler's mom while they're banging. Yeah. Like, that's super cool. In the second one, he learns her name, and she tells him not to call her by her name. Yeah. <laughs> I really... I always wanted this moment. I feel disappointed that I missed out on this Did she never life. banged... Somebody's mom? Yeah. Or an older woman? And I tried with everyone. (laughs) Just didn't work out. No, I didn't try. But I always wanted that. I was like, dude, that seems like a cool experience for my memoirs. Yeah. You can make it up. You can lie. It doesn't count. It's not cool. Hmm. So, Jim? Let's talk about Jim. Is Jim the main character of this movie? Because it feels like it. I think so. I mean... The fact that we get to see his parents multiple times, like, mm. yeah, that's, what, else. that's what does it. <laughs> well, I feel like he gets to see more about his life his than anybody else's. In addition to his school life, the movie opens. Everyone else we just see at school or you know other social events. So Jim is a bad guy. <laughs> he is. Yeah, I didn't realize that growing up. I thought he was like the nice guy. Sort of. I mean, yeah, kind of. Awkward, but nice guy. Yeah. yeah. He's a bad dude. <laughs> what do you think, Shanley? Do you like Jim? I mean, he he doesn't have, like, super blatant, like, trait, bad traits. But, I mean, he does non-consensually film and broadcast a girl who trusted that his room was a safe place to disrobe. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, that's it. Nothing serious. <laughs> That's pretty significant. And then accidentally sends yeah. it out to like the entire school. And by consequence, she has to yeah, and gets go her back. De- deported. <laughs> yeah. Pretty bad. Yeah. But also, is it Stifler's fault? Yeah, it starts with Stifler. I, I feel like everybody shares a pretty significant level of blame in this because <laughs> it starts with Stifler, then the other guys jump in. I love the logic in. of... Stifler says, how are you going to ever sleep with a girl if you can't, if you photo- can't even record it. one or whatever? <laughs> says, you and can't then, photograph <laughs> a naked woman. How are you, do you ever expect to sleep with one? And then okay. Finch says, I hate the man, but he has a point or something he, Well, like he that. says, I hate the kid, which I like better. Then Kevin and Finch jump in on this. I don't and think... And then uh, Stifler says, see, even break. <laughs> <laughs> that is the it. best nickname. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> It's well known that he doesn't poop at school so much, so he's yeah. got a nickname. I don't like the kid, but he's got a point, Jim. Yeah, you see, even shit 
Heartbreak knows you should do it. <laughs> <laughs> Even he knows you should do it. It's a crazy statement. But in the end of the day, though, it's ultimately Jim who does it. These sure. guys have stupid ideas, but he's the only one who knows how to and then actually does it. So I had the same webcam growing up. Nice. Did you dance in front of it? With the little stand on, mm-hmm. on the bottom. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I had that. My dad got it. I don't know why I had a computer in my room. We had one computer in the house. Let's put it in the 12-year-old boy's room. Sounds like a great idea. And also, I don't know why we had a webcam. Who knows what that webcam was used for when you weren't there? That's what I often wonder. (laughs) What was my dad doing in there? (laughs) Um, Shanley. Nadia? Not for me. Really? Um, I mean, besides... Uh, whatever. Good for her. I don't think she's that cute, but yay for her going for what she wants. I mean, making him dance and then ignoring him completely while she looks at the magazines was like a pretty, like, winning me over for her character moment. In yeah. This. I think part of me is also like, really? Him? Like, well, that's why she's like not there. really even paying attention. She's just yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it's just that he's there. Yeah. Is anyone else kind of weirded out? Like, I know that she's supposed to, like she's attractive, or the, and the guys are excited to see her undress. But like, can you imagine if someone's like, "Hey, can I use your room to change?" And then you go in there, and they that person is now wearing your shirt and like their underwear. She puts on, on his shirt to cover after up. He walks in. Okay. Honestly, if I was in that position, I wouldn't change in somebody's bedroom. That's a bathroom thing, right? I would think so. Yeah. Right, Jimmy? I've changed in your bedroom before. Don't do that. Changing in a bathroom is gross. That's where people shit. <laughs> but that's also like, you expect it's like total a privacy. privacy. Room, I've yeah. changed in both of your bedrooms. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, obviously... When she's setting up this little study date with Jim, she's like, oh, so I'll go to your house and change. So she's obviously already setting up these clues that she's... Do you think she wanted him to come up there? Why would you bring up where you're going to change? Like, Well, no, she's just saying, I have ballet practice. I can come directly over there if I I can change at your house. I I don't think that she's into him. Um, she is. She's for sure. Is. Okay, so and then she so immediately wrong. undresses and starts masturbating in, on his bed? And the mood strikes. And that's, uh, I mean, you, that's you true. You think that she's into him? Yes. Really? She's looking at him at the party. She stops him after class. That's awesome. He's not good at history. And, like, his friends are like, dude, say you're good at history. Because he's not good at it. So, like, yeah, why would she just randomly no. be like, oh, this guy's good at history? Like... She doesn't, awesome. she doesn't actually think he's good at history. She's just like, let me come to your house. Nice. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, thought, I thought he just hesitated because he's awkward and no. he doesn't know what to say. And no girl would be like, oh, you just walked in the room on me doing anything and I'm not into you. But I need you to get naked now. Well, like, I, thought, I thought that. So since she found his porn, then she's like, okay, now I'm horny. And then she's like, okay, well, here's this guy. Why not? That's what I thought it was. But she's into it. That's awesome. Good for you, Jim. And she's obviously into Jim because they're chatting at the She still talks to him after he got her deported. Yeah. So I feel like that's a pretty big sign that she's still into you. Um I think that 
Jim's dad is a great dad. He is. He's awesome. Yeah. I found him just embarrassing as a kid, but now I'm like, he's kind of awesome. He's kind of great. I, it was definitely lost on me how supportive he was when I was a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when he comes out of the room and he's like, oh, Jim, I was just uh, looking at the family portrait. Yeah. Like, Why is that a fun day? <laughs> I, I love that. I also love he does the same kind of thing when he goes in with the magazines. He knocks on the door and then Jim's like, yeah, yeah, come in or whatever. <laughs> and then he opens the door and he's, oh, hey, Jim, you're home. <laughs> and then and I, it's such a weird dad thing to be like, like, obviously I'm home. Like, why do you why are you wasting our time with this, this weird interaction full of magazines? Like, oh, I almost forgot. Like, no, you didn't. <laughs> That's the whole but it's just here. like it's. Yeah, it's like you yeah. you definitely you already know I'm home cuz you knocked and I answered. So why are you wasting our time telling me that? Yeah. The I think the whole point is guys have to go through this whole like feigned nonchalance. First it's when they're younger with girls and then when they're older it's with their kids. Yeah. Their kids. I think it's hilarious that he um starts this conversation just like diving right in on it and he's just like so here's this and flip to the middle and that's what then he's like this is the female clearly form. prepared <laughs> this whole like walkthrough that he's gonna do but he gives no warning or like context for it he just sits down on the bed and is like so here's what's happening now as we're talking about this <laughs> Wait. and i feel like dads totally do that and then when jim's offended by it he's like it's like, I'm trying to make this as painless do- as possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, like dads just expect you to yeah. go along on this thing yeah. that they've already been planning, but it's like an ambush on you. Wow. Yeah. I'm kind of like mind blown right now. That's totally how my dad handles things. Yep, my dad too. He just starts the conversation. I'm like, what are we talking about? And he's like, why are you making this difficult? It's like, what, why are you upset right now? What is happening? I'm trying to tell you what I was doing with the webcam in the room, Jimmy. <laughs> He'll never tell. <laughs> He's the one who ran up that internet bill. Maybe. <laughs> so I love his dad. And with the pie, I mean, we have to talk about it, even though it's a thing everyone knows. But, like, that's a level of having your kids back that I just don't know if I can <laughs> We'll have. just tell your mother we ate it all? <laughs> yeah. And just, like, to walk in the room and just be, like, chill. I'm upset that his mom spent time and yeah. effort making a pie. <laughs> And, and like, it's dude, ruined. What the hell that is so doing? selfish and rude. Yeah. She did make it for him, though. It's well, She did leave a note saying, hey, your favorite, right? Yeah. It's so funny, dude. <laughs> he banged a pie. Um, I, I don't know. You know what's really funny? The music that plays during the boom, porn boom, that he's watching, boom, boom. it turns on, it plays as the score when he's banging the pie. It's when he realizes <laughs> what he can do with it. Because yeah. he's looking at the pie, and they cut to him, and he like looks up, and then the music starts. Yeah. That's really funny. Yeah, I love that. That's Jim's sex theme. Uh-huh. His sexy time theme. I did not notice that. Really? That's yeah, it's the same, really same tones. I was really wondering like who did like the voice tracks for the porn that he's watching because it's really funny. <laughs> I, uh, my assumption has got to be like the director or the or the screenplay writer or something like that. Perhaps. It's very funny. So uh, uh, he ends up with the band geek. Mm-hmm. How do we feel about that? I think it's great. I think her, her like s- secret storyline that's revealed towards the end of the movie is... Is very fun. I didn't like it growing up because I wanted him to get with Nadia. 
but this is way funnier because it has to be like she's like okay this guy he's down to clown and he's kind of pathetic so i can i could like own him sexually and also he'll get me into stifler's party and i've been trying to get into one of stifler's parties for a while yeah I, she's she's really clever because she says to him when he asks her to prom she's like can we go to steve stifler's party afterwards it's like yeah. sure <laughs> it's, so, it's so good and then and i love it because i really think that the reason that matters to her is that so she has the clout to go brag to her friends like i got <laughs> into the party so like she's definitely <laughs> the female stifler. Like she's doing this just oh, so she can yeah. she's like, You're guaranteed to bang. And I could go brag to my friends about like, hey, I went to that party and hooked up with the dude. Uh so she and she's cool. She is, yeah. I feel like watching this as a kid, I mm-hmm. thought it was super dorky that she was like, Yo, it would be so funny if in band we play our instruments backwards. Yeah. But now I'm like, that is funny. Like, that's hella funny. I like the kid with the violin where he's got like the like head up on his like chin and he's holding like the body down this way. Like that's a really funny thing to do. Like I think they are a fun group. Hmm. I'm going to be that dorky dad who's like, you guys are actually cool. You guys are the cool ones. But I wasn't cool when I was in choir. You weren't. Go to hell. You weren't cool when you were on the football team. <laughs> <laughs> Just never been cool. Um, you had a brief window in uh, like the the early twenties. Cool. This is, I'm far past that now. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> but it was good. Well, it lasted. You I had lo- hair. <laughs> I like when she's owning him when she's on top of him and she's like, "What's my name? Say my name, B." <laughs> she's like smacking him around. It's like, "Oh, that's Michelle." <laughs> yeah, you got to say the line. You can say the you line. Say you say it. Got... Why do you act like you can't say it? You've I it can. Before. I just, I just don't like cursing so much. And I like that she went through the effort of putting the inflatable T-Rex in bed. Like, she could have just left, but she put a T-Rex in the bed. (laughs) That was really good. Yes. So eventually, Jim marries Michelle. Yep. That's pretty cool. Technically high school sweethearts. Okay. Hmm. Still bummed he doesn't get with Nadia a little bit, but Michelle's cool. I mean, I think that does come up again later, but... Nadia? Yeah, she comes back. She's in the second one, uh, and she does end up with somebody. She ends up with Sherman. Mm, yep, no way. that's true. Yep. Yeah. Because she realizes that she was into Jim because she wants to be with a nerd or a geek or something. And then she was like, oh, Sherman, you're a geek. Let's bang in this lighthouse. I think it's really funny that um, Sherman doesn't retire the Shermanator thing. <laughs> that, that comes back. That's like yeah. something he still held on to after high school. <laughs> it's pretty insane. Anyway, I think that that's pretty much it. Do you guys have any popcorn? I have a few. Ah. So the scene where they're obviously they're watching Nadia undress in Jim's bedroom. Why are they watching it on the smallest window ever on Kevin's desktop? 
Yeah, and Windows Media Player, like the smallest. Maybe because the camera was so crappy that if they stretch it out, it would become uber pixelated. Because that is a thing. Like, if you play a game on a Game Boy, it looks okay. And then if you play it on something that does a TV, it looks terrible. Because it's all stretched out. Huh. Well, what bothers me is that they're all sitting, like, five feet away from the computer. And like, oh yeah, just like, talking about what's happening. And it's like, how can you see what's happening? Mm, yeah. I love that whole interaction, except for the creepiness of, like, illegally and creepily broadcasting a girl against or without her knowledge or consent. But, like, other than that, it's such a hilarious and, like, iconic thing. Just having all these different groups of guys reacting to the it. The exact same way. And, yeah. like, and they're girls. all... yeah. Mm-hmm. My favorite response in that scene with all the folks watching the live stream is, I think it's Sherman, when he says, he's re-engaging. That's <laughs> <laughs> really funny. When That's Jim's great. going for it again, mm-hmm. he's re-engaging. That's very good. I just love the chain of, like, when she takes off her underwear <laughs> and Jim says, holy shit. And then it cuts to, like, four different groups of people going, holy shit. I really like that extra, the one with the squinty eyes who's, like, always Oh, the guy that's by himself? No, he... No, that, like, like nerdy kid. kid, No, not him. I like him, too, though. No, the... He's uh, he's sitting on a bed with like a bunch of other guys, and his like eyes are always squinty. He looks like the Blink One Eighty Two one. Oh, I know who you're talking about—the spiky hair guy. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. A, he's also in Scary he's really, Movie too. He's really like in like acting it up. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love he's that putting guy. on a show. <laughs> I love that guy. My favorite line <laughs> is the guy's like, "Hey, that guy's from my trick class," and then later he goes, "Go, Go trick boy, boy. it's Go your birthday." <laughs> Trig boy. That's good. I do like that. That's the guy who's hanging out with Blink 182, yeah. right? And with I think Hunk. So, yeah. yeah. Hmm. I also love just the last thing I think at that scene. Uh when she when he's like trying to get Nadia to stay and he starts flipping through the magazines and Finch <laughs> says, Jim, just wait till she leaves. <laughs> <laughs> It's so great. That's so funny. (laughs) Popcorns from here or any other popcorns? I have one more. Okay. Um, So the prom after party, we see Kevin and Vicky go to a bedroom and out pops up um, Stifler's brother who's hiding in the closet. (laughs) Where is he the rest of the night? Probably found a different closet. Yeah, probably. He's in the, he's in the pool gazebo. <laughs> he's definitely, yeah, for sure. He definitely was like, oh, hello. He found somewhere to be a creep, for sure. Like, that was his mission. He wasn't playing around. It's like Somebody's going to be drunk enough to have sex and not notice me watching, and I'm going to take advantage of that. I got a popcorn, unless you got one. I do, but please, you first. Um, Just back to my hating Heather. That's her name, right? Oz's lady? Yes. Yeah. Milgren. Milgren. Heather Milgren. Um, <laughs> damn, she sucks. But one of the times where she really sucks is she talks to him. She, I think it's what she asks him to prom, maybe. But he's on the lacrosse field and she's talking to him. 
And Stifler comes up and is like embarrassing and inappropriate. Yeah. Um, I love that interaction. Don't remember it. Didn't write it down. But I love Stifler says something. He interrupts with, those guys sucked. <laughs> yeah. And then Oz he goes, says, quiet chick, what are you doing here? <laughs> and Oz says, Stifler, fuck, man. I mean. And, and then tries to cover because I guess that sounds too crass for this fake person he's trying to be. But I love that response. Me too. Like, it's such it's a good. Really and genuine. I feel like I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be with a girl who was uh, upset that that's how I reacted to that. Like, Stifler, fuck, man. And that's the perfect response. It's hilarious. It is, yeah. But it's also confronting him. Yeah. I like it. I think that's the greatest way to answer that. <laughs> Almost anything Stifler does, that's a great way to yeah, handle yeah, it. Yeah. But at the end of that, they have a positive interaction. She goes to leave, turns around. And Stifler's talking about Oz banging that girl at prom night and is like, oh, hit that high C. And like Mm -hmm. spanking her and Stifler's like doing all this. And Oz isn't even really laughing or like reacting to it in a supportive way. And just at the end, he like high, he like reluctantly high fives Stifler and kind of laughs because the team's mocking him. And I feel like, and then she's upset about that. Yeah. And I feel like that's super real. Like, I, I think that's a real thing that happens in relationships. But I also think it's silly. I think that she kind of, she's wrong for that. Am I crazy? Like, he didn't say anything. He's not making fun of her. His friends are jock. Like, especially Stifler, who's like the guy who throws parties and is an asshole. Yeah. Like, why is she going to hold that against him? I agree. I think her expectation is that he would stop them from doing that. But I don't think that that's fair. I mean, and I'm glad you're saying that. Maybe he should have slapped Stifler. No. And said, keep Milgren's name. Out your effing mouth. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know what? You're right. That's what I've learned. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, a thousand times yes. Um. You know, I feel like you would do that. I would slap someone? No, you wouldn't do that. But you would no, be the I'd guy be who's in... like, hey, come on, man. Don't don't talk about her like that. I'd still get in trouble somehow. Oh, you would also get in trouble. <laughs> but you would be the guy who's like, I'd be like, dude, it's funny. Whatever. Like, we're just talking. I hope I do bang her on prom night. And she's a good singer. I hope she does hit a high C. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why she was upset at him because he didn't say that. Oh uh, yeah, she's like, this is like, the perfect time for you to compliment yeah, my singing. You didn't even brag range. about my singing range, <laughs> my vocals, baby. And that's when she decides he's not a jock. Yep, he's a joik. <laughs> I got a popcorn. Okay. This movie is full of like cringe, embarrassing moments. We've talked about a lot of them. A guy gets caught having sex with a pie, for example. Sure. The most cringe moment or for me. getting domed from a pie. Domed, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not, he didn't go all the way. That's true. That's true. <laughs> okay. Out of all of those things, the part that I find the most cringe, and I can barely even look at the screen when it happens, is Oz's stupid. Oh, my God. Yeah, magic. Straight to what hell, Chris Klein. <laughs> and it, I, I always, <laughs> yeah, ale, totally. I know it bothers me so much that I became friends with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> uh, 
Go to hell, Chris <laughs> Klein and Jimmy. I have one. Okay. Um, it's a two-parter, and I need you guys both to be involved in this. Uh, first is, which person has the best sex on prom night? So if we assume Oz had sex with the girl on the little like floating dock area yeah. on the lake or whatever, mm-hmm. he's out there, kind of a romantic area, but it's probably not super warm. But they're out there, and that's happening. Yeah. Uh, Kevin and Vicky have sex in the bedroom. Yeah. It's pretty standard. Mm-hmm. Then we have... Uh, Finch bangs on a billiard table, which is not good Finch, for the billiard table, by the way. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. And then we have... But maybe that's her way of saying screw you to her ex-husband. Go And on. then we have Jim with the band girl in the, the kids little room. kid room, <laughs> yeah. where they're breaking like everything in the room. Yeah. Which one is the best, Shanley? I'm going to say Jim. Jim. Yeah. Because are we talking just, about the actual like sexual experience? Too, yeah. Or are you talking about the invite? Okay. Not like not like to, as a viewer, but like in no, their no, world. No, no, I mean, yeah. Which I didn't one know of if them, you just meant like the atmosphere environment. No, yeah, just which like one of the them had experience. the best sexual experience? Shanley, you're saying Jim? I'm saying Jim. Why? Because I feel like she knows things. Michelle. Yeah. Is that her name? I think she just seems cool. Like <laughs> I feel like everyone who beating lost him up. <laughs> Say my name, bitch. <laughs> so yes. I mean, I kind of like that. I did too, but I don't. It, when you say, "Yeah, she's cool. She smacked the hell out of me in bed." <laughs> well, I, I also like, kind of like that. I don't. We don't do that. I'm not sharing our experiences, <laughs> but it's intriguing. I watch that and I'm like, "Hmm, is that someone that I could be into?" Hmm. <laughs> Maybe I like to get smacked around a little bit, Shanley. Maybe I gotta. <laughs> so, I feel like everyone who lost their virginity that night, it's like, good for them, but your first time's never great, you know? It's just, uh, well, that's over with. <laughs> I don't want like to keep being the guy like, well, in the next movie, but in the next You've movie. You've been that guy. You're Michelle, really doing that. Michelle says, well, wasn't it fun even though you were so terrible? <laughs> <laughs> good for her that's great <laughs> that's good so I feel like that takes out Oz and Heather and also Kevin and Victoria yeah and then Finch uh, we have Finch. Stifler's mom and Finch and I feel like that could be fun but I feel like that also seems a pool table in like the heat of the moment sure but it definitely doesn't seem like the place that you choose to do that like it doesn't it's very hard. There's mm. awkward edges. Yeah. So you have to move a lot of extra balls out of the way. Into sockets. I've never had sex, so I don't know if that means anything. Okay. <laughs> it does. <laughs> okay. So I feel like everyone that's losing their virginity that night is kind of like, good for you, but doesn't seem like a, a fun, fun Especially for um, Oz and whatever her name is. Milgram. Being out in the cold, like... That seems uncomfortable. Yeah. I feel like Finch gets to have an older, more experienced woman show him what's what. But she also seems a little intimidating. And I feel like on a pool table just doesn't seem like, I don't know. I just feel like that seems weird. Mm. And I feel like Michelle seems fun. And 
I mean, you you don't know what's gonna happen. You know, yeah. it, it's a it's a wild ride. Matt, uh, I would say Finch probably had the best experience because he and Stifler's mom had some hard liquor, so they're like they're a little loose. Um, I'm pretty sure they all had drinks. Yeah, but but they were all drinking beer, which makes you feel like bloaty and yuck. Not or, in high school. No. <laughs> And then, yeah, she's, like, super experienced. I think she gives him a good sexual time. And he is good back. It's not just, like, this weird pity thing where she just, she nails him and he sucks. Mm-hmm. You know, she was into it, too. So I've got to say he probably had the best time. And a pool table would kind of suck, but imagine the story. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I lost my virginity on a pool table with this guy I hate's mom. This guy who, who had the worst? Who had the worst? I'm going to say Oz. That's why he doesn't own up to it. He's embarrassed. (laughs) (laughs) Theirs is super awkward. It's supposed to look romantic, but I think the reality of it is They have the least sexual chemistry of any of the couples in this. Hmm. It just looks awkward and forced, and I'm not supporting it. I'm not into that at all. I would say that actually Vicky and Kevin probably. That is my answer. That's your, it's the most realistic because they're like actually talking to each other throughout. And it's just weird that they're like laying under the blankets on their backs fully. Like, uh, so how do you want to do this? Like, Mm. and having like a whole discussion about it. She's like, "Uh, come on, dude. Like I get it. Like it's high school and it's your first time and it's weird. But also you guys have been together for a while and you've done other things like, Mm. I feel like they could flow better into it instead of just literally being laying completely separate in bed. Like, so how shall we do this? <laughs> just like that's a good point. I don't know. Weird. I think it captured the like, even though they are obviously familiar with each other, it's still like a awkward. It's a new frontier. Yeah, I guess, but I don't know. It was weird. I think there seems the least fun and probably the most anticlimactic I think all the other ones were more exciting and spontaneous and interesting yeah and theirs is just like all right we agreed to do this and now we're gonna do it and we're in a room and there's lights on and we're gonna do it yeah i get that okay cool i feel like we would be remiss if we didn't f mary kill this movie. hell yeah right because we did it with the last one it's happened and we did it with leprechaun Leprechauns, okay. forns before. I so would we gotta say, do the guys and the women. Otherwise, it'd be gross. Why would it be gross? Because if we're just f Mary Kaying, killing the girls, then we just seem like she'll porn do dogs. the guys. I no, we'll, we'll all do both. She'll do both. We'll just do the girls. <laughs> when we did it with Varsity Blues, we did the guys too. Did we do that with Varsity Blues? We did. We were talking about Tweeter. All right, fine. I'm back in. Oh, his butt was good. I forgot about that. Can I still F Tweeter? <laughs> In this movie. <laughs> okay. Well. I'll go first. Okay. All right. So for the dudes. Oh, man. I honestly think. Um, I I don't I don't feel this in my bones, you know, in, in your my bone. bone <laughs> yeah. But I think you have to marry Kevin. Yeah. I think he's. Proven that he's like able to be with one girl. Okay. He is like really serious about 
like how he speaks and the words he uses and that level of communication I think is important. And I think that he is clearly very interested in making sure that she's having a good time too, which in high school is somewhat rare. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's marriage material right there. Mm -hmm. I think I would kill Oz. Okay. And I don't know for F. Loop Stifler in this. It's then. it's either Stifler, but we never see him being sexual. And I feel like he'd be a very selfish lover. But Jim just doesn't, he's not that attractive. But he does seem eager to, like, please. But eager doesn't mean skilled. He does, but I mean. He's I can... a little over eager. Ah, that's true. But he's got the moves. <laughs> I don't know, man. I it's between him. I would honestly, I'm gonna say Jim. I'd say mm. F Jim. Just see what happens. Okay. Mary, Kevin, kill Oz. Very good. Although Stifler would be really funny. I wonder if I could marry Stifler and just deal with him being an asshole. I don't think you. Can I wonder if it. I could change him. <laughs> 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 okay, Matt, guys. Yeah, I think uh, pretty much the same, but. F. Stifler. You want to F. Stifler? Why? He's handsome and athletic. In which of the places at prom night would you F. Stifler? In the Stifler? dinosaur room. <laughs> You'd F him in the dinosaur room. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and you could hit the high C because you're a singer. Oh. Oh, <laughs> he just did it. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd marry Kevin. I think what a, what Vicky doesn't appreciate about Kevin... Mm. <laughs> snaps. <laughs> is She's trying... She's really trying to get him to vocally express that he loves her and he tells her that he or no does he say that to her friend that he wants to like show it he doesn't want to say it uh, i don't remember but she tells she tells jessica that she knows that he loves her even though he hasn't said it what a bitch (laughs) i don't think what she appreciates though is that he doesn't just want to throw that out flippingly flippantly excuse Mm -hmm. me and and i think that that's actually pretty solid and when when he does finally say it again i've brought this up already but he reiterates, I didn't just say it. Like, I really mean that. And I think that that's great. And he's very sentimental. I think he's, I think Kevin's a good guy. Yep. He gets a, a rough story arc. And he wants sense. to make memories. He does, yeah. He and wants I think that to seems like someone fun to be with. I, mm-hmm. You know what? We should call him. <laughs> uh, there's a podcast that I listen to where they're opening their opening uh, song their theme or whatever is a cameo from Kevin Myers. From this movie. He okay. says, he says, when I'm not doing the growl or the tongue tornado, I'm listening to this podcast. <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, and then yeah, I'd kill Oz. He's, he's unbearable, man. He's terrible. I mean, he's not so bad once you like live with him for a while. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> yeah, Shanley. His hair's bad too. This is a difficult one. I'm really struggling to come with come up with an F. I guess Mary Kevin. You know, it's always a good sign when someone has like a long term relationship. It's like, all right, you're able to keep her around for a long time. So yeah, and she's no chopped liver. She's quite the catch, and she's sticking with them. Yeah. Um. So Mary Kevin. Um, I'm going to kill 
I don't know if this character has a name, but the annoying guy on choir. Oh, that's kind not of Oz, cheating. but the other the one. The bumblebee guy? I think so. I just he bumblebee, he bumblebee, he bumblebee. Yeah, I that just want to punch him in the face. He's awful, yeah. Better singer than Chris Klein, though. Yes, but still. <laughs> yeah. He just has a punchable face. He does. Um, okay, if you had to pick a more, like, not a main character. character, but just, like, someone who's more, like, involved, just, like, a step above that guy, who would you pick? To kill? That's what he was, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oz. Okay. Hmm. It'd be kind of fun to kill Stifler. I think he'd be like a mo- most dangerous game thing. Around. I love Stifler. <laughs> what about I kill Finch too? Yeah, if I could get a bonus kill, I'd also kill Finch because he's obnoxious. I don't mind him. I do. You know, I might just say F Finch. Wow, because huh. you heard he's good. I'm curious. Does he have that tattoo? That mystery, he golfs. What's <laughs> yeah, that like? Or something. I've never been with a golfer before. <laughs> I feel like Stifler's all talk. I feel like he'd be super disappointing. He's, uh, like, women are just possessions to him. You wow. Know? Yeah. He Fancy cars. Care. Yeah, CD record players. players. <laughs> uh, what you're saying, Shanley, stands up to scrutiny. Apparently, Finch is good in pool table. Mm-hmm. So, it's a good selection there. Yeah. Shanley, I think you're better at choosing men than we are. I would hope so. All right, time for the ladies. I want to go in uh, reverse order here. Starting with you, Shanley. Okay. Um. Hmm. Never mind. I'll go first. <laughs> um, she's taking a while. She needs to think about it. It doesn't come as easily for her. She's in a, she's on pause. Okay. No, I, I got it. Okay. F. Vicky. Really? Huh. I think she's the cutest girl. Okay. Okay. Mary Jessica. Because she's the coolest girl. Okay. Okay. Uh, kill Heather. Nice. Because <laughs> she sucks. <coughs> yeah, she does. Huh. Yeah. Mary Jessica. I think uh, Jessica's divorce type. I think she'll get bored and move on. I don't know if you can even tie her down. I don't even think she'll accept a proposal. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I would want to marry her. Yeah. I don't. I don't think she'd want to marry me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to hear so her f Mary kill about the podcast, and <laughs> then if those things line up, then then maybe she's the one that got away. She is. Remember, uh, I am damaged goods, so you will have my body, but you will not have my heart. <laughs> okay. Uh, so my turn. Uh, it's a toss up between F Nadia and Jessica. Cause interesting. Cause so Jessica is just so well informed, so sexual and so in her like way. And she's got like such a like sexy attitude and her, like her voice, like everything about her. She's cool, laid back. Jessica. Yeah. Like, I think that that'd be a fun time. What is the alternative? It's laid back Jim or I don't know. (laughs) But <laughs> he puts his hair forward. What is it? I don't know. Cool, gi- cool guy Jim. Cool. <laughs> I, don't know. I feel like it's a two not. syllable. I think yeah. it's like cool guy Jim or something. It's awful. It's so funny. <laughs> but Nadia is so sexy too. 
But you know what? I'm going to choose Jessica because Nadia doesn't have that sexy personality that Jessica does. So I'm going to go Jessica for F. Mary Michelle. Because uh, she's crazy, but fun. cool. Yeah, fun and down. She's like down. <laughs> and yeah, kill Heather. Sorry. Why sorry? Who are you apologizing to? The Earth. Okay, weirdo. <laughs> um, so this is, a, I mean, obviously kill Heather. I agree with both of you on that. <laughs> Heather's dead. This is a challenging one because historically, Tara Reid has always been someone that I thought of as like, oh, that's like one of the first people I ever liked. Okay. But I did, once I reached sexual maturity... I really outgrew my like white blonde women phase. I don't think you fully reached your like full maturation. Oh, I no, think I'm got, still growing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're constantly improving. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but but I've definitely left the the shallow blonde yeah. white girl mm. days. I was like exclusively into that. It's so weird. Hmm. Like a prepubescent James <laughs> was all about Cameron Diaz, Britney Spears. Tara Reed, like those were like the top three for me. Okay, it's very Gwen weird. Stefani. I mean, I think I actually like her more as I've gotten older. Mm. I don't know if she really did it for me. She's gotten more attractive as she's gotten older. And she's like in her fifties now. She seems so cool. Yeah, mm. now she's definitely grown. Like you, Jimmy. Yep, like <laughs> me. We're 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 on a trajectory together. <laughs> One day we said will that collide. You're the male, Gwen Stefani. <laughs> I wasn't talking about I've this, though. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was talking about something different, but I have said it, which mm-hmm. is a funny coincidence. Um, so I don't know, man. This is a tough one because I do feel like I, I would want to marry Jessica, but I agree with you, Matt, that she seems like she doesn't want that. She's independent. you know. Yeah. She doesn't need that. She doesn't want to be chained to someone. Um, she's a wild stallion. Um, she's a peacock. You got to let her fly. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, she's definitely intriguing. I'm not interested in marrying Victoria or Stifler's mom. Stifler's mom will get you with that alimony. Not Michelle. Not really Michelle. I think she's Um, wife material. Yeah. Um... I'm going to say Mary Jessica. You're, you're going to roll the dice. I'm going to huh? try. I'm gonna She's going to leave you. She's going to hurt you. Look, I'm ready to be hurt. And when you're all banged up from that marriage, I'm going to be there. Or Kevin. <laughs> Kevin will be there. <laughs> yeah. um, and then I think F, it's tough between Nadia and Stifler's mom. Go with Nadia so that way one of us. I feel like, so here's my conundrum. Stifler's mom doesn't attract me that much, but I do feel like it's so interesting seeing this like lady who just knows what she wants and is like very assertive and direct and violent dominant, you know, (laughs) but then on, I do feel like she would smell like cigarettes Yeah, and that doesn't really Uh do it for me. But I feel like Nadia is so like pretty that I am concerned about where her like level of like enthusiasm would be, you know, her oh. effort. 
I feel <laughs> like I doubt that she would try that hard. I feel like she's just like, I'm just pretty, so, you know, you take care of it. Oh. And, like, that's, I mean, fine. But you don't stifle, think Stifler's mom would have that? No, Stifler's she's mom She's just like, I, wanted, is, I will destroy you. She Stifler's seems mom, like a hands-on kind yeah, of Yeah, she's going to take the lead there. <laughs> she's on kind of woman. She's steering the ship. <laughs> okay. Uh, Nadia doesn't know what she's doing. Yeah, she does. Nah. She knows exactly Maybe. what she's I'm, doing. I'm open to it. But I think... Whoa, so you're telling me that, given the opportunity, you would consider banging Shannon Elizabeth? No, Nadia. Oh. Not interested in Shannon Elizabeth. But that's interesting. That's really uh, big of you. I know. I'm willing to do that. <laughs> I'll take one for the team. Huh. So he, I'm going to say... He's not all bad, is he, Shanley? <laughs> this Jimmy guy. Um, Wait, who's Shannon Elizabeth? That's Nadia. Nadia. All right, so so final answer is F Stifler's mom. I just gotta know. I gotta get yeah. in get in and out one time. Find out what's up. Move on with my life. I'm sorry. You don't mean to com- com- like further complicate this for you, but what if that just like slays your sexual experiences for the rest of your life? You're like it, n- nothing will ever be that radical for me. I would rather have seen the heights. And never go there again than to not even know, you know? Mm. Wow. That's poetic. The forbidden fruit must be tasted. (laughs) Um, So I say F Stifler's mom, marry Jessica, kill Heather. Final answer. Okay. Interesting. Shall we rank this some beezy? Let's do it. Right. Who be doing the rankings first? I'll go first. Okay. This is number one. Number one. Number one. Cool. It's American Pie, then The Terminator, then Varsity Blues, then Three Ninjas, etc. That's cool. I'm glad you enjoyed it so much, especially because it was your choice. Yeah. It's always awesome when... I do think that it's challenging in different ways now, but I'm not like triggered by that it doesn't destroy it for yeah, you yeah i i'm okay. aware i'm like all right this is like from a this different is not time okay. yeah, yeah it's got some stuff in it that i think explains some of the mistakes of my youth and the way that i thought it was okay to treat people okay yeah um but i think like you know it's still funny it still has a lot of themes in it that i like friendship you know making mm. love on a pool table just like stuff that I hold dear. Mm. I don't Actually, think I've never, never done it on a pool table. Neither have I. I don't I, have a. a I large... have done it under a pool table. No, you have. I swear to God, I have. You got? Did you watch this movie upside down and you misunderstood that for yes. what they did? <laughs> okay. I think we were trying to be sneaky. Yeah, that sounds sneaky. Under a pool table, yeah. Well, that way, if anyone came in, it's just my head above the pool table. Hey. <laughs> cool. The guy was underneath the table. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on. That's cool. It's number one for you. I'm sorry. What's the one that's directly beneath it? It's American Pie, The Terminator, the Terminator right. Varsity Blues. Cool. Wanna tap it. It's coming in strong. Yeah. Terminator was a wanna tap it. It is now. <laughs> Michael Bean. Am I into dudes' butts? Yeah. 
Shit. Am I gay? <laughs> Damn it. Should have thought about it's that up to before you, you. If we leave that in. But <laughs> um, if I was gay, I'd be okay with it. But I just don't. I never thought I was. <laughs> but this is. I've liked dudes' butts in two different movies this season. All right. Shanley? So for me, American Pie falls to number two. Number two. Nice. All right. Number one is still The Mummy. Oh, Number wow. three <clears throat> is Small Soldiers. Wow. You like The Mummy more than this. I do. Weird. I love The Mummy. <laughs> it brings Stanley so much weird. joy. <laughs> it does. I need to watch. I, There's I some solid one of tappets in The Mummy, people-wise. I don't know why I felt the need to clarify that I meant people. Not the camel. Okay. How many times do I have to say it? Anything to elaborate on that, Shanley? With your ranking? Um, no. I feel like this is a fun movie. I'm is it close? Or is there just such a gap because the mummy is a movie you've always liked that it's like I think it kind of depends on the mood, mm -hmm. you know? But The Mummy is a reliable one for me. Okay. So gotcha. I wouldn't say they're far off. Gotcha. I just feel like for the soundtrack alone, this American is a Pie, great soundtrack. If yeah. we have friends over for movie night, it's like this is nostalgia. It's fun. It's awkward. It's like an icebreaker. We can laugh at it. We can tune it out. There's not anything you really need to be paying attention to. And there will, without a doubt, be songs that play that get everyone like kind of excited like oh man that's crazy it's got i haven't heard this song in forever flagpole sitter it's got one week yeah it is that S 82 song which one the one i forget what it's called how's it go it's like oh american woman oh yeah i don't i i can play yeah. it i don't remember what it's called or how it goes it's also got semi-charmed kind of life or yes. semi-charmed life i don't know whatever third eye blind yeah it's got some good ones so there's a song that i love from this movie that i couldn't shazam and i couldn't find it on any like track list for the soundtrack hmm um, I couldn't find it on Spotify. I couldn't find it anywhere. I finally found a live version of it on YouTube. No way. It's a song that's playing when they're getting ready for prom. So they're like trying on tuxedos to read like dances in yeah. front of a mirror. And it's a weird song. Super cool. I like it a lot. Now that you found the live version of it, what's it called? That would be good information, wouldn't it? <laughs> it plays about. He did it. He found it. It plays about an hour and nine minutes into the movie. If you want to know, damn it, you look for yourself. It is called Following a Star by Duke Daniels. Duke Daniels. Mm. I'll have to check it out. It's good. Mm -hmm. We've kind of compared this to 10 Things I Hate About You a few times. Mm -hmm. I, I think I might like that, the 10 Things I Hate About You soundtrack a little bit more, but this one's quite good. Uh, it's on the top three for me as well. This is number three for me. So it's the Mummy, Varsity Blues, American Pie, Terminator. So, well, here let me let me explain. This movie really rings on some nostalgia for me. Definitely more than Varsity Blues because I wasn't like a football player or whatever. But I think I'm in the mood for the comedy of 
the comedy and the heart blend of varsity blues more frequently than this. And I'm definitely more in the mood for, uh, a silly adventure romp like the mummy more than this, but this ranks really highly for me. And, uh, I was, I was glad to catch the sentimental value of this movie this time around. Yeah. I hear that. It, it really made me nostalgic. Like it made me want to call up some of my, uh, like other high school friends. Cause you and I lived together and that's yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what this made me want to do? Watch so, pornography. It made me yes, always. <laughs> um, it made me want to call my friends Chris and Brandon. Okay. Because we grew up together. It's like childhood, uh, like family friends. But like we were super close watching movies. Our parents would always just be like, "Here, watch them, watch them, watch whatever." <laughs> and so we watched like all of the like teen movies of this era. The late yeah. 90s and early 2000s. Mm-hmm. We watched Dude, Where's My Car together all the time. Basically, any movie with Sean William Scott, we were watching it man. regularly. <laughs> and we were <laughs> quoting it. Um, and I just want to watch... like I want to have a Sean William Scott marathon yeah. with Chris and Brandon Like after watching this. I was like, hell yeah, that sounds like the best. That's cool. Yeah. I liked that about it. It's I do I love a Sean William Scott. I feel like we need more of that. What's the most recent thing you've seen him in? I'd say uh, role always models. Sunny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, him as Country Mac. Role models. I always forget that he's uh, he's the other dude in that. Yeah. What is his dynamic there? So Paul Rudd is working with McLovin, right? Yeah. And how does Sean William Scott fit in? I think he there's like a Big Brother program, and yeah, he's another Big Brother. Is there another kid? I think there might be. Yeah. All I remember is that he takes sleeping pills with a girl on the camping trip, and he's like, "We have to try to stay awake so that we get all like messed up, and then we bang." And he's like <laughs> trying to do that, and then she falls asleep, and he's like walking around, oh, you know, half what? asleep with a boner. <laughs> His his kid is like way younger than McLovin. Oh, it's he's a the little black, black kid. kid. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that. he's Tupac from uh, My Baby's Daddy. Okay. You don't know that movie with Anthony Anderson and Eddie Griffin? Sounds great. <laughs> sure is. And there's a character named Tupac. There's <laughs> <laughs> a little kid. Yeah, that's hell of funny. Yeah. The dog in Hunt for the Wilder People's name is Tupac. Yeah, Tupac. <laughs> What's a two-pack? Just like this real cool rapper, and he's like my best friend. (laughs) 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 All right, cool. Hmm. Worst time of the week. Time for that ham horn. Oh, my God. We didn't tell the listeners that you threw away some old-fashioned ham chowder. Yeah, that's important. I'm glad we can do that. You did that. I've finally broken the addiction. It's gross. What's well, gonna pump through your veins now? Shanley, do you know what time it is? It's spin time. Who's spin time? It's yours, right? No, dude. I thought. Is it mine? No, it's Shanley's. I thought it was Shanley's. Yep. Wait, no, it isn't, right? I Shanley's. just did movie jar. No, you didn't. Dang, it is my turn. Damn it, Shanley. I thought it was Shanley's turn. So did I. <laughs> Wait, it was, right? Cause, yep. Okay, because you spun movie, Jack. All right. Well, then. No, Shanley, I'm... 
did. I didn't have Spinner's Mojo. Stric- so like, I'm Strictly like, Shanley was the mummy. Then shit, Movie Jar was Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Then Wanna Tap It was American Pie. So it's my turn. So it's back to Matt. Ooh. I can't believe you didn't know that. That's why I was saying it's the worst time of the week. Well, I, sometimes I consider Shanley's the worst time of the it week. It should wow. be. I, sometimes. I, I, I didn't say all the time, I'm Shanley. I'm unfairly you judgmental to- <laughs> towards yours because I feel like you always have a list that has things I want to watch. And then I choose And then you just you pick want. something I don't. But Shanley usually has a list that I don't want to watch. <laughs> Yeah. And then she picks the worst one from that list. <laughs> and if I look at my, even my rankings. Yours are on the butt. <laughs> yep. But you chose the mummy though. So that's like, that's a major spike, at least in my book. Yep. That's the only bright thing I have. All right. A- any desires for this? Strictly Jimmy. That would be kind of fun. I yeah, want not, Venn my, diagram. not for mine though. You want Venn diagram? Mm-hmm. You don't want Zen diagram? <laughs> that's the or best that one. one. <laughs> We're Ben diagram. <laughs> We're I so want a diagram. We're so dumb. All right. That was a good spin. Oh, I had an idea. I was like a, a final click. Yeah. Like when it, I, sometimes it doesn't do that. It just like stops. I like it when there's one click right before the end. What was your good idea? I haven't looked at it yet. I don't know how to describe this. I, like I can describe it. I don't know if there's a name for it. We'll have but to work on that, yeah. You know how there's movies that are like an album with like m- like video with it? So like Yellow Submarine oh, or Pink okay. Floyd's The Wall or, or that, other uh, ones. The Daft Punk one. Probably. The anime one. Sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Captain EO counts. <laughs> Let's hope <laughs> not. I was, telling my, I was trying to explain to my kids about Michael Jackson's Captain EO. Uh-huh. Because... Uh, somehow discovered thriller and it's like one of his favorite songs right now which i'm really cool i'm like that's cool when i was his age thriller gave me horrible nightmares (laughs) yeah well i told i told him i'm talking about my son i told him that when he's old enough i'll show him the music video and he'll love it but right now that he won't be able to stand it and he says wouldn't it be cool if they had thriller in haunted mansion and i said uh it'd be kind of cool but michael jackson did have a ride at disneyland and he's like wait why like the questions he had, I w- had a really hard time explaining. I was like, "Well, it's called Captain EO." He's like, "What was it about?" It was kind of like a knockoff Star Wars. And he's like, "So, like, was it scary?" I'm like, uh, <laughs> kind. I don't. He was just like, I could not. Doug Benson is one of the dancers. Is in he really? Captain EO? Yeah. That's great. Is he a good dancer? <laughs> good enough to be in a Michael Jackson Disney ride. Yeah, that says plenty. All right, are we ready to see this? Because I did spin something. Wait, well, so do you think that's a good idea? I, I don't feel know like, if there's enough of I them. I think there's a lot of them. I bet there's more than we realize. And I feel like that seems like a horrible way to pick a movie for movie night. I bet some of those Prince movies would serve for that, too. Oh, yeah. Or some of the Elvis ones. Maybe. Uh, that sounds shitty. Never mind, let's not do this. <laughs> okay. Oh. Yes. Is this Great your first time reaction. looking at it? Yeah. Great reaction. Wait, have we gotten this category before? <laughs> Matt is no. so upset that he just collapsed the poppet on his phone and then threw it onto the diaper box. <laughs> Matt is not happy with this one. <sighs> Video game affaptations. Oh. This is going to be awful. Okay. We're talking Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Mortal Kombat, 
Super Mario. Sonic. Oh, yeah, the Sonic movies. Mm. Other movies. The Lion King. Damn it. Uh, best believe I'm not going to choose a good Tomb one. Raider. Did you say The Lion King? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot they made a movie after that game. <laughs> Does, uh, oh, yeah, Tomb Raider. Good job, Shanley. Lara Croft, Tomb Raider. Oh, there's hey, the new Tomb yeah, Raider, too, that came out um, a couple years ago. Uncharted with we little tommy oland there is yeah that looks awful is that a video game yeah yeah it's a big video game franchise for playstation i saw this um this reel on instagram where it's like tom holland living his his lifelong dreams and it's him as a child and it's like what superhero if you could play any would you play and he's like a little kid and he's like spider-man and then a, a few years later it's like who's your celebrity crush and he's like zendaya and then, and then, like a few years later, it's like, what adaptation would you like to do for a movie someday? And he's like, uh, you know, the video game series Uncharted would be really cool. Off. Isn't that insane? That's very annoying. He's a good guy, though. So, like, he's the devil all the time. No, I, I'm glad for him. I'm like, I guess. Oh, hell yeah, Billy Elliot. Did you know that he is super good at, in the bed? Um, like moving. Dancing. Have you seen the video of him? Doing like uh, motion capture. It's not even motion capture. It's him doing like the Spider Man No Way Home scene where he's on the bridge and Doc mm-hmm. Ock is there. Yeah. And, and he's, he's like doing, doing flips, flips yeah. off of shit and like they're like trampolines and stuff. But still, yeah. he's like in real time like doing all of the Spider Man moves. Yeah, that's that's like, how he, oh, he got it's the so role. Cool. So he and Chris Hemsworth met each other on the set of The Heart of the Sea. And he asked Hemsworth to kind of petition on his behalf. And his audition tape was him, like, doing flips and stuff around the set of Heart of the Sea. Could you imagine being in amazing shape? Man, that would be cool. You mean, like, different than what I'm in now? Because, like, I I ate two large pieces of fried chicken before we started recording this. That sounds fun. <laughs> So uh, I'm in, a, in an amazing shape. Okay, this is gonna. I'm not happy about this. This is gonna suck, and, I, okay. and I'm gonna choose it. I'm not gonna choose a good one because we've had too many good movies in this, and I feel like I don't have a problem with us watching good movies. I have a problem with us only selecting good movies. Like I, I don't want us to lose our gumption, to lose our guts. So I, I'm gonna not put good video game movies that I've seen on here. What's a good video game movie? Detective Sonic. Pikachu, Sonic, yeah. Detective okay, but, Pikachu is solid. But would things like are, are there going to possibly be Street Fighter or the original Mortal Kombat movie? I, I think those I'm not going to choose. Movies. I know, but I don't think I'm going to choose some of those roads that have been traveled. Like we, we've seen those movies. Like I'm, in, I think I'm going to see some things that came out and are like, oh, I'm not going to watch that. It's well, not going to be fun, you guys. Yeah. You could not do that. This is a famously bad movie category. I know. So you could pick a great one and it'll still suck. <laughs> it will, but that ain't what I'm doing. You bastard. <laughs> All right, let's tie this up because I really need to use the restroom. just wanted to announce that I will no longer be on the podcast <laughs> for one week. And then we're back. <laughs> we're back. All Actually, right. two weeks. I'll be back when it's my turn again. <laughs> All right, everybody, we will see you on movie night right here on the Weekly Watch Wheel, where we'll watch a video game affaptation. I don't like that word. Movie. Peace.
Suck me beautiful. Hey gang, before you leave, just wanted to say, hope you're liking season two of the Weekly Watch Wheel. If you are, please follow us on Instagram at the Weekly Watch Wheel. Also, make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, whatever you're listening on. Give us a review or reach out to us on Instagram. Let us know how you're doing, how you're liking the podcast. Love to hear from you. See you next time. It's the Weekly Watch Wheel. Maybe it's the beer he didn't like. Well, that must be <laughs> it. He's like, oh, He's there's, like, oh beer there's beer in it. <laughs> um, <laughs>